Now only Welcome to Geek Vibes Live. I'm Jason Inman, and you're listening to Geek Vibes. It's geeky, and it's vibey. It's awesome. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Jason Inman, and welcome, everyone, to Geek Vibes Live on this beautiful Saturday night. Uh, this is episode, who are we kidding? We don't count. 212. Um, thank you, Gerald. 212. 212. Uh, I don't know if I'm going with that, but yeah, 212 sounds good. Uh, <laughs> Season, this is season two of Geek Vibes Live. Welcome, everyone. 2X12. You missed the season finale. It was a good one. Yeah. Um, we took Joel out and replaced him. It was really good. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where he went. Then we Five had the disputes, and now we have Joel back. So, <laughs> we couldn't afford Michael B. Jordan. That's the truth, okay? Yeah. Conflict of interest. <laughs> Conflict of interest. We'll go with that. Anyway, let's get into introducing the panel. Tonight we have Dane. What's up, Dane? Hi, guys. How you doing out there? I'm really happy. Great. <laughs> that wasn't weird at all. All right. We also have Kanan. What's going on, Kanan? I'm a frozen meat sickle. <laughs> all right. I don't know if Kanan was filling out his dating profile or telling us a lot. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, oh my goodness, are we live? I didn't realize that we were on air. I was talking to myself there. Uh, no. Yeah, no. No, I'm just joking. Kanan, <laughs> come on. We're pretty sure Kanan is on uh, Tinder right now, but it's fine, buddy. Uh, let's yeah. introduce, let's Farmers introduce only. Joel. What's up, Joel? Joel, I'm so excited to do the show today. By the way, I do want everyone laughs. They're booing you, Joel. I do want to say everyone laughs at FarmersOnly.com. Um, I am in a happily committed relationship thanks to Farmers.com. I see more animals than I actually wanted to, but it's it's worked out really well. Uh, is that what you is that what you tell the police officer when they knock on your door? Anyway, last but not least, let's introduce Gerald. What's going on, Gerald? Chilling like a villain. All right, we muted Gerald. Anyway, wow. uh, <laughs> anyway, let's get right into it, guys. Uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. Let's get right into it. No, I'm just joking. We didn't mute him. Um, yeah, anyway, um, there's a lot of show to go. He's let's in the room right with you. It. How are you going to mute him? We find our ways. We'll find our ways, yeah, okay? They whisper, shut up to me. Hello? <laughs> that sounds like suffocation. That doesn't sound like muting. I'm just saying. Dang, sorry. No, no, no. We have our ways. Have you ever heard of a show called Death Note? Anyway, um, <laughs> let's introduce our first topic. <laughs> let's introduce our first topic. Um, me, Kane, and Dane, Joel, Gerald, the entire Geek Vibes Nation, we get a lot of flack about the uh, lack of of support we give the DCE. Oh, I'm sorry, hold on. Before I even get into that, let me take Kanan's name out before he gets all upset. <laughs> me, Dane, Gerald, Joel <laughs> get a lot of flack for the lack of, um, I guess, props we give the DCEU. Yes, or understanding of the DCEU. That's the nicer even word. Though, even though we are the biggest fans of DC um, and the DCEU, we just want it to be better. 
Um, and there's room for improvement um, on their past project. And Wonder Woman was a, a you know, a box office smash. Um, but the reason why I'm bringing this up is because we decided, since we have a few issues with the DCEU as currently constructed, um, we wanted to recreate the DCEU um, by restructuring what the first film would be, um, what character it would be uh, based around, and who would direct it. So I'm going to go to Joel first. Joel, how would you restart or relaunch the DCEU? So I'm becoming the Kevin Feige of the DCEU now? Yes. Is that what we're doing? Yes. Uh, yeah, but Jeff Kevin Feige Fox. actually shows up. You don't show up enough to be Kevin Feige. Oh. You're not dependable enough. Oh. Well, let's start with uh, Man of Steel, right? That was the first in the DCEU. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the uh, Man of Steel, so I'm going to keep it. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't think it was a bad way to start. I think, obviously, it's uh, misrepresented and misjudged, in my, in my opinion. Obviously, some people have problems with it, and that's fine. you got to have problems with it. But I wanted to start from right there. Um, I don't... I, and I, I would... Here's where things get a little more complicated. Obviously, I want to introduce a giant world. So my thing is, I wouldn't mind doing it the, similar to how they tried to do with BBS. But I probably would have been... Instead of getting closer to Dark Knight Returns, I probably would have did something similar to the DC Animated, plays with two men. I really enjoyed that episode. And I thought they, they represented Batman and Superman meeting for the first time correctly. So I, I probably wouldn't have went as, as old as they did with, like, with Batman. I probably would have had not a young Batman, but like middle-aged Batman. Somewhere not as gray-haired. Um, I don't know if I'd have Wonder Woman in the first movie, but hey, whatever. Um, could be a cameo. It could be a cameo. I'd probably have more singular characters come before Justice League and going Justice League right out the, right out the gate. And I guess something similar to what Marvel did with Avengers, but maybe just a little bit different. Because like, like I said, I want to do a team-up movie like, like they did with Batman and Superman. I probably wouldn't have a Batman solo to start. I'd probably have the Batman solo come next. Right. So go Superman... Be like a BBS type of movie, and then go Batman, and then Wonder Woman, and we'll try to integrate like that. But um, aside from that, I mean, it's still very early in the DCEU. So, so wait, <laughs> so you much. keep you keep Man of Steel completely, Zach directing, yeah, Henry yeah. Cavill, same cast, yeah. Okay, cool. I really wouldn't change it. I mean, there's certain things I might want to change, but as of right now, I'm gonna take it as Man of Steel still exists, and mm-hmm. I take it from there. Okay, and I think I could I could do just. Okay, so okay, so if you're gonna keep that, if you're gonna keep Man of Steel, right. what would the very next film be in your slate? A, a BVS type of movie. A BVS type of movie. Yeah, okay. not BVS exactly. I would do things a little bit different. I like you. I said, I might even make a world's finest. Yeah, hey, and then listen. and go from there. Stop it! I'm just talking saying. dirty now. Stop or you it. could do Batman solo <laughs> and then do. <laughs> Yeah, you could. You know, Dane, how would you start off? Sweaty now. Um, I would start off with. I've had a concept that's been like around the same thing that we've talked about beforehand. But I would do the first five movies. uh, It would be Superman. Um, I would actually have Matthew Vaughn direct it. Um, you can do a similar script to the one they have, and I actually love Man of Steel. But if I'm just you know going all out, and you'll see in a second what I'm gonna do differently. I would have Matthew Vaughn direct it with a similar story and just a breakdown of Superman, much more sci-fi, but a little bit less um, brooding. Let's just put it that way. Um, 
then I would do actually a Batman movie. And I would start it off with Zack Snyder doing the first Batman movie. Uh, I would go very noir, almost not, not to Sin City level, but s- similar to uh, Watchmen and cinematography, um, and have it much more of a detective story introducing this Batman. And then the next one would be, um, I guess we'll just keep Patty Jenkins on Wonder Woman. Uh, I don't see any you know, reason to change that. I've always wanted to see an Edgar Wright Flash movie. That would show Barry. And then the next one, the fifth one, uh, ending the phase, if you will, would be BVS, uh, where Batman and Superman meet for the first time. And that kind of generates the next thing until we get the Justice League uh, and probably a Green Lantern movie somewhere in there. But that's how I kind of would do it. Yeah, no, I um, I would love that. I mean, you and Joe <laughs> might be hired from Warner Brothers. Listen, everyone, if Jeff Johns follows Joel and Dane on Twitter, you know it's going down. Huh. Um, no, but honestly, I really confirmed. like right. That's confirmed. <laughs> Book it. I um, I'm no, I'm really a fan of both of you guys' ideas. I um, I know everyone is going to assume mine would start off with Batman. Oh. I'm not going to go the obvious route. <laughs> I would actually start mine with. Green Lantern. Okay. Mainly because the Lantern. Right. Mainly because the Lanterns have existed well before the events of Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, any of these characters. Um, I would show the history of the Lanterns. Um, uh, Be in that movie. Uh, It'd be directed by Matthew Vaughn. We were just talking about this. I I want him to do it. I think he could really knock that out of the park. Uh, It'd either be Matthew Vaughn or Joel gave me the great idea of James Gunn. Yeah, um, back then he wasn't doing Guardians. Right, back then he wasn't doing Guardians. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, have him, you know, have the movie be centered around the Guardians and um, not of the galaxy, of, of the Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> um, just so people don't go, wait, what? Well, no. Um, same have universe. It be, <laughs> same universe, right? No, have it be centered around them and then have it end with um, Hal Jordan, uh, the scene between Abensor and Hal Jordan, and then the second one. Hear me out, because I want I so want no a Green Lantern. Lantern no human lanterns to start. Well, that's ballsy. None <laughs> to start it. So you still have Kilowog, you still have Sinestro, you still have those characters, and it shows you the beforehand, and then it shows you Abensor's mission. So the the movie's about his so mission. It is Green Lantern Core. Right. It is Green Lantern Core, actually, not Green Lantern Core, but human based. You know what I'm saying? On Earth. Right, on Earth. So um, it ends with, um, you know, the whole uh, demise of Alvin Sor, and then it, 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 the ending shows the ring going to Hal Jordan, and then it, obviously in the second one, it goes from there. And then my second movie would be Wonder Woman, then Superman, then Batman, then Flash, then Cyborg, then Justice League. By time. By time. I'm going by time. I hope we've been around long. Exactly. Ish. Exactly. Um, so it'd be Green Lantern Corps. Um, with the cameo at the end for Hal Jordan, played by John Krasinski. Suck it, people. Um, then Wonder Woman. Then I would have uh, Superman, um, still with Henry Cavill, still directed by Zach. I, I, I did not have any issues with The Man of Steel. Um, then, obviously, Ben Affleck is Batman, directed by um, Ben Affleck. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, Flash by Robert Zemeckis. And Cyborg's coming out of my slate. It's going to be Aquaman, Martian Manhunter. Okay. So I'm taking Cyborg. Oh, right. You know what? You know what? I forgot about Martian Manhunter. I would definitely have a Martian Manhunter film. I would get Denny Villeneuve to do it, and um, it would be, like I've said before in the past, a detect- kind of like a detective story, but more like you don't know he's the alien until the end. Like it's much more based on what he actually does in the comic books and you mind. figuring it out through the film. 
what, you know, that he's an alien. I would just call it Manhunter, too. I wouldn't even call it Martian Manhunter if it was me. But. No, I, I think, no, because I want to get in, into this before I pass it to Kanan and then in with uh, Gerald. Joel doesn't think you could get away with that idea. I think you could. I yeah. think you could get away with that idea. To where, because to me, here's how you could, here's how you could sell, here's how you could sell it to the people. No one outside. Well, no, 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 no. Well, you're, 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 what I, what I mean is the audience, uh, well, not the audience, the audience knows through what's going on. Obviously you're going to know that, but the people involved, it's much more a detective story. Uh, you know, I mean, he is a uh, private investigator. No, he's Martian Manhunter. So on certain missions, maybe he uses his his Martian powers. Mm-hmm. But the people within the movie so the doesn't know, movie. right? So the people within the movie don't know he's Martian Manhunter until the end, like a big reveal, right, Dane? Well, the the ending, I always thought that they should do exactly what they did in New Frontier. Like Batman finds him and calls him out, basically, and knows exactly who he is because he's been in Gotham, and basically tells him to. To keep away, or don't he knows that he's been following him? He accused him of a bunch of shit like he did in New Frontier, and that kind of leads Martian Manhunter into forming the Justice League like he does in the comic books. So, well, see, kinda, you know, I don't know. I'm still gonna stay on my idea that I've had for this Justice League film. Kanan can attribute to this a little bit because there were rumors about a possible wedding scene between uh, Superman yeah, and Lois. I love that idea too. What yeah. I was always saying is the perfect way to introduce Martian Manhunter. The perfect way to introduce Martian Manhunter, the guy who plays the general, I can't remember his name. You guys know who I'm talking about, right? So there's going to be a scene where Superman lands, comes into uh, the house, confronts Lois, proposes, um, and then, you know, they have their moment together, and then there's there's a knock on the door. Superman opens it, but before he can open it, someone comes through. Someone comes through the door, and then he shows himself to being the Martian Manhunter. And then, you know, before Superman, you know, does anything or whatever, he goes, uh, there's someone out there that's coming for Earth. And then Superman goes, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's probably Darkseid. And he goes, no, it's someone else. And then Man of Steel 2, Brainiac. You know what I'm saying? I would love that to be the introduction of a Martian Manhunter. Only because I don't think we'll ever get an actual Martian Manhunter movie. I'd probably still introduce them like they did in the cartoons. In the movie, like Martian Manhunter, like I don't mind the whole detective story. Mm-hmm. You could play a smaller version of that in the Justice League, introducing him yeah. like that. That'd be a different way to introduce. Nah, him. Well, he, he could, he could it, completely it, handle a film if you get a good plot for him. Especially like I no, said, no, if Denny Villeneuve no, no. does it with with like you know, kind of like uh, sensibilities of what he's going to be doing with Blade Runner Two or Arrival, where it's a sci-fi detective story. You could. I don't think that he can't handle it. I just don't think they're ever going to make it. Just well, like no, I'm still, not talking to you. I'm, t- I'm talking to Joel of what he just uh, said, basically. Oh, okay. I mean, I feel the same way about Martian Manhunter movie. Just like everyone keeps saying, oh, the cyborg movie is going to happen. They're going to scrap that at some point. That movie's just not going to happen. There's no way you can do a cyborg. Hey, you unless know? cyborg kills it in Justice League, if you introduce them beforehand and then try to give their movie, it's just all based on their, you know, how big of a part I'm not they talking about. Movie. I'm not talking about his character though. Who would down, his though. villain be? Is, is all I'm trying. To touch. You can't do a movie where Gizmo yeah, is or, villain. Yeah, Gizmo, I guess. No. Be like, uh, Gizmo so, be... Are you forgetting Gizmo is a Teen Titans villain, not a cyborg? But you villain. can make it where Gizmo yeah, has actually been a. Uh, I'm a Teen Titan. No, but I'm saying <laughs> that's not his personal the way villain. You can write it he has no real personal villain. That's my point. Yeah. Why are you doing why a not make it Gizmo or not? Grid. The reason why I'm saying the Grid is different. Gizmo, no. But isn't Grid, isn't Grid just an all-robot form of Victor? 
Yeah. Which makes exactly. more sense. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why I said Gizmo, reason why I said Gizmo, you can make Gizmo into like an older gentleman where his competition was uh his father. And he go, you know, he's so Gizmo's he, old? Yeah, Gizmo's like, you know, around the same age as the Tinker. So he's oh, just kind of like, you know, <laughs> basically you know, he, he wants to destroy Cyborg because he's just like, you know, this was my technology. You know, your father kind of booted me out. Mm-hmm. So if I can't have this tech, then I'm going to have so to kill Cyborg you. So Cyborg going to be alien tech or human tech? I would make it uh, I would make it human tech. Cause in the, in the See, League, this, is, this is why, and this is what I think uh, Jeff Johns is probably still scratching his head about. This is the hardest character to make a solo film about. Because the thing is, though, you would make I it basically be like so the only action scene where that, 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 that is be like when he's part. exploding. That's, it would be the only action scene. Who would he really fight? You have bullies and well, well, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. So, I agree. That's what I was saying. No, I, I, make I, I, I don't, I don't disagree it. with the whole idea. If we start over, then maybe we don't start over with Cyborg on the Justice League. No, I agree. You know, I don't disagree with that. I, I, I mean, what about Titans? We could do we could do a successful Hawkman solo, Martian Manhunter. Green Arrow, just anyone that's not Cyborg is like Blue the Beetle. hardest to do like a solo film about. I only want Blue Beetle if it's Jaime. Jaime, yeah. yeah. I want Jaime, yeah. too. I don't want the old one. I need Jaime. Ted could be the mentor. Mm-hmm. See? Time out. That's what I, I always thought they should have done, but I understand why they wanted Cyborg. Blue Beetle would have been a beautiful replacement. Yeah. yeah. Or just take that character out and just have Shazam be that, that other uh, addition to the Justice I think League. That other, cause the only reason I think in the comic they did it, because they obviously use, they're using the New 52 line. Right. Um, is because they want a, a racial, a different, not, not a white character. Mm-hmm. And obviously technology is big now. Obviously Iron Man making it more popular now than right. ever. They wanted a tech character, so they have a tech and, and a black character. All well, in one. You want to know how they could have knocked that black character thing out? Mm. They Martian Manhunter. No, oh. Martian Manhunter. Well, he's green. <laughs> well, no, yeah, but you like Dane like... said, if you went oh, the, what, the green races there out there. I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying. That's what Cousin I'm saying. Peter. <laughs> yeah, cousin Peter. Peter. Fine. Not, <laughs> oh, you could have did John with as Green Lantern said, how? That's where I was going. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I agree with I mean, that. I don't think you, that fits enough of a quota. No, I agree, I agree with you. I, <laughs> I, I do understand it. I'm just saying, I until it comes out in theaters, mm-hmm. I or they start filming, I do not think Cyborg will actually still be a solo well, As far as we know, he's not on the slate anyway. Time out. He is. There was a magazine that just uh, that Warner Brothers <laughs> or someone released okay. that it was a full slate of all the movies mm-hmm. as of now. Mm-hmm. Cyborg is still there, man. I didn't see that. And it I'll like, show it to you. Showing me cause yeah, I'll show it to you. That's why I know whatever uh, San Diego Comic-Con said, I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I'll show you the magazine. I'll yeah. show you the magazine, that's all. But, Kanan, uh, how would you restart the DCEU, or would you just keep it the same? No, I wouldn't keep it the same. I mean, I don't really uh, – I think that Batman v Superman was a panic move because of the uh, response to Man of Steel, which I think – Man of Steel was a great movie, and to me, it's uh, still the best DCEU movie, you know, so far. Um, I think that the the reviews were mixed just because of, you know, the comparison to Reeve and stuff like that. But other than that, I think it's a solid film. I don't really think um, there's too many negative aspects about it. So Superman has always been the granddaddy of superheroes, so I think you have to start with him. Just like Marvel started with Iron Man, uh, it would have been, you know, Captain America. You would, you know, if you were going to go timeline, you know, you would have thought they would have started with Captain America. They built their entire MCU around Iron Man. 
the whether people believe it or not, the DCEU is built around Superman, uh, even though he may not be in Justice League. Uh, you know, the entire movie is every movie so far has been his growth, being a rookie. You know, coming into his own and his resurrection. It's it's almost like Jesus coming back in three days. So I mean, uh, go Batman. You know, um, <laughs> Batman. Batman v Superman, I wouldn't have went with. Like I said, I think they, they, they threw it together. I think DC should have been like, all right, Man of Steel is the highest grossing Superman movie ever. Let's go with this. And the next movie would have been Wonder Woman. So you, Because oh. we're, just coming off, we're just coming off of Batman with Christian Bale. Let's give fans time to breathe and separate themselves from Christian Bale. So you know what? All right, we'll do Superman. We'll do Wonder Woman. Then we'll do a Batman movie. Okay. Then I think you do um, either you do Aquaman or maybe you do uh, a World's Finest. You team up Batman and Superman, or you do a Trinity movie, Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman. Then that movie leads into Justice League, and then you can you know start to bring in uh, the characters. Uh, you know because I don't think they have to follow the Marvel formula and do every single solo movie. So you have three your top three people. You do a team-up movie, then you do a Justice League, and during the Justice League movie, then you bring in Flash, you bring in Aquaman. I think you definitely bring in Green Lantern. I think Green Lantern should have been brought in way before Cyborg. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess Cyborg was very popular because of Teen Titans. I, I think Cyborg's great, but I agree. I think he works better as a group person, not as a solo. I don't see how a solo Cyborg movie is going to work, and honestly, I don't see him doing it unless Flash or somebody else is in it. You know, maybe you have... Uh, cyborg, you know, Nightwing come over and be in the Cyborg movie or something like that. But that's how I would have started my DCEU. I would have started Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, then a team-up movie between Superman and Batman, or Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, then Justice League, uh, and then do the other movies. So far, the DCEU has been too... uh, They've just been too reactive based on reviews. Oh my god, Superman didn't get great reviews. It only made two hundred and ninety one million uh domestically. So let's panic and we we've got to throw Batman in. So you know what? They they bring in Batman, which Ben Affleck is a great Batman, but it was just a it was just a rushed movie. And I love Batman v Superman. In fact I'm one of the few people on our team that actually defend it, the ultimate edition. But it was a movie that was just it was just rushed. It it, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily needed. It did give us a glimpse at Wonder Woman, and we got the Wonder Woman movie, which is great. So I mean, there's a lot to take from it. Um, so that that's the order that that I would have went in. I, we we get I know they I know the original DCU was supposed to start with Green Lantern. You know that that didn't go so well, but uh, I think they got to find somebody who really wants to be Green Lantern. I think Ryan Reynolds did an okay job for what he was, but Ryan Reynolds, I think, has always wanted to be Deadpool. So they should have got somebody that really wanted to be Green Lantern. Well, I mean, um, you, I don't... The only reason, only reason I don't... And I used to think like that. only reason I had to stop was because, we have to be honest, all these actors do this for the money. So no one goes... At, like, if Warner Brothers came right now and was like, hey, Ben, tell you what, I can only pay you, like, maybe 50000 movie. Ben wouldn't be like, you know what? Fuck it. I just love Batman that much. And he'd be like, uh, what? No. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I need, like, at least $13 million for this movie. So, I mean, I, I don't think anyone does, like, I don't think anyone signs on because of their extreme love of the character. It's one of the uh, contributions 
to uh, signing mm. on to it. But I don't well, think I disagree with that. With that. I, di- I disagree with that because of Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill has been a huge Superman fan from the beginning. In fact, he wanted to be Superman in Superman Returns. He didn't get it, thank God, because that would have been a waste. Uh, and right. he has come time saying, and time again that he, but I mean, maybe Ben, yeah, you're right. Ben is a, is a Hollywood movie man. He's not, he loves Batman. He's always wanted to play Batman, but you're right. I don't think that he, you know, if so, if someone comes and they don't have the money, right. Yeah. I could see him maybe dropping out, but well, no, um, no, but I'm saying I, there's only like maybe three people that actually have done these movies going into it, actually knowing about the characters. Yeah. I cannot say that for Robert. I cannot say that for Chris Evans. I right. cannot say that for Brie Larson. Right. I cannot say that, you know, you know, yeah, for Gal Gadot. I don't well, know if well, all these know. guys were fans going into it, um, but the market that these uh, movies are in, no one's really going to turn it down. You know what I'm saying? No, no, so, no. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, no, no, no. Well, yeah, I thought you were talking about in general, like they get into movies and go into movies just for the money specifically. Oh, no, no, like no, no, the, the, the no, 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 no. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like no one's sitting at home and is like, whoa, 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 wait, what? There's a chance I could be Starfire? Oh, no, no, no. Call Warner Brother right now. Like I don't think. Oh yeah. Doing that. You know like what I'm that, saying? Though. No, I'm sure yeah, there I are. Agree with I'm that. No, um, yeah, yeah, I think there are very, yeah, I, I, yeah, you're right about that. I think there are very few people. Like, I mean, we we can almost know for a fact that, uh, you know, Brie Larson probably did not go into Captain Marvel being a huge fan because well, no, there's I mean, pictures of her reading. I mean, reading about it like catching up. Well, so to be to be honest with you, she did an interview where she was like, "Yeah, no, I don't know if it's okay if I'm Captain America. Wouldn't Chris Evans be upset with that?" And then the guy was like, "No, no, 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 Captain Marvel." She was like, "Oh, oh yeah. I, I don't know who that is." <laughs> so a lot of She's and that's so okay. Cute. That's okay like, though. It, to me, I honestly, I love that. I love you not knowing, and then you studying hard enough that when we see it, it seems like this Throw is a character spin. for for you know since you were Robert born. Robert Downey Jr. just played himself. If Robert Downey Jr. just played himself. Ryan Reynolds just played himself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ryan yeah, Reynolds. I'm Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. I mean, honestly, they said for most of that Iron Man script, it was kind of like freelance for most yeah. of those actors. Yeah, I lived it. So, yeah, so, I mean... I, yeah, that, but I mean, yeah, but Robert Downey Jr. has lived a Tony Stark life, you know, the addiction. Yeah, I mean, he's like, I mean, he's almost like the perfect Tony Stark, I'm, know, I'm whereas, sure, like... I'm sure he went into okay. uh, production and after reading the script and was like, so we're just doing in, uh, like, a, a movie about my life? And I just have a super suit? And they're like, no, this is like a cartoon character. Wait, what? <laughs> what? You're telling me I've been living the life of a comic book character? Like, wait, what? No, but um, no, I, I understand what you're saying, Kanan. There are uh, quite a few uh, actors that want these roles, um, you know, beforehand. Like, they've been wanting to play these characters. I'm just saying it's not an overwhelming amount. Um, it's more so people who get these, uh, you know, whose agents go, hey, there's an opening for you to possibly be Iron Man. And then they go into it, yeah. audition for it, and fall in love with it. So feel bad for it's it, like Jeremy like, Renner's agent probably was like, you know, said, gave him the Hawkeye. role, and Je- Jeremy Renner's like, what the fuck is a Hawkeye? Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I mean, you, he's purple and he shoots arrows? Why is he hanging he out with the Avengers? That makes absolutely no sense. He also stepped into it, and his agent was like, hey, listen, this is going to sound really bad. You're going to be in Thor for two minutes. Um, don't be upset. People are going to be excited. Don't be upset. <laughs> People will know how important you are. 
and you'll have a bigger role in like four years from now. But, but yeah, I like the way they introduced Hawkeye. Though, that was that was a really dope one. He had done. He was like, oh, he basically looked at the bow and grabbed and grabbed the everybody bow. Everybody who, who's a big you know, who, yeah. Player. They did like, say Agent Barton. That, that's they did say Agent Barton. But if you missed that when you saw the bow, you were just like, oh, it's not going to give him real. Who chose a bow? <laughs> oh, oh, that guy does. Um, all right, Gerald. Before we um, go into our next topic, how would you restart the DCEU? Well, he was like, well, I'd start with Iron Man. <laughs> Imagine I would start with Iron Man. Um, honestly, I would keep. I, I wouldn't keep Man of Steel. I would redo Man of Steel as he's an established Superman. You know how in the first Man well, of Steel. Not an origin story. Yeah, it wouldn't be an origin story. Or it would be like, you know, he's established. He's been doing it for a few years. Uh-huh. And I would do it as like kind of like a story where, I like you know, Brainiac you know, destroyed Krypton, and he's been on this verge of trying to find, you know, Kal-El so he can... So you want take, Brainiac as the villain? Yeah, Brainiac will be the first villain that leads, you know, that, you know, basically, Brainiac will be the mastermind <laughs> for the first team-up, and then after okay. that, you can do, you know, right. do that. So basically, I would I would do is, for the first villain, it'll be like, okay, Brainiac creates Doomsday. He sends Doomsday to Earth, be like, listen, I need Superman alive. You can bash him, beat him up to a pulp, but when you grab him, when you take him, I need him alive for, you know, I want to, you know, basically absorb his life essence. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Superman winds up defeating Doomsday, and then where it's just like, okay, when Brainiac comes to Earth, he comes to Earth with hundreds of thousands of armies, and Superman's like, I can't do this myself. Uh So I would do it. Hmm? Is that where the movie ends? Yeah, basically, and then the, the team up movie will start kind of like how the, the new frontier so started. So what is so wait, hold on, hold on, the whole movie then? After wait, wait, so, so after your that, first so. movie of your cinematic universe, That's the very next movie would be Justice League. So be Superman, and then Justice yeah. League. It, it would it would be like a, a JLA movie, like how so you, you don't even want to build. It? I will introduce these characters and then spawn and off. Yeah, and spawn the, off to the like, so you would technically do it. Again. Exactly how they already did it. Almost like Almost. like in a new <laughs> frontier, yeah. Like, but I would keep the characters the same. Like, okay, um, when the the first Justice League movie, it's like Brainiac's attacking Earth. Diana's like, you know, Mother, I need to go outside the mascara because the world is being attacked. Okay, I'm not to get you. So this is all within the first Superman movie. No, no, this well, is this, the, now it's Justice League. This, this oh, now Justice it's Justice League. League. Okay. So okay. you know, okay. she's like, I need to leave the mascara. You know. The world's being attacked. It's out. Basically, how she said it, like you know, it's our job to kill. Yeah, but the only difference is though, she had no idea of what was going on till it came to her eyes. Yeah, but so I mean, are you she, saying something? Comes, they don't have any bubble. way of knowing. So, what so, the, so the way world. the way it is is like you know how the Germans came. You know how the no. Germans came to like you know no. Themyscira. Well, what I would do is just like animated movies, uh, animated shows. Like that. Brainiac will send yeah. his his minions throughout the yeah. whole world and his minions want to stab like stumbling upon Themyscira. Mm-hmm. Like you know how they had that invisible it. force field? Oh, okay. So I they will you. go there, start attacking and then once they, you know, do their little battle, she's like, you know what, there gotta be more things like this outside. And, they're probably like, oh, that's and against her mother's that. wishes she goes out and you know, she you know, she's flying around. I wouldn't do the invisible jet because I'll just be stupid. That's all right. Make, the movie didn't either. You know, I would do it where Wonder Woman actually flies. All right. Okay. So and then, right. you know, it leads on to the other characters, you know, Batman's and Gotham are fighting these with you know, with Robin and stuff like that. I would introduce like um since Batman would be like a little bit older than Superman, I would do like a Tim Drake. You know, this is after um you Dick know, and Jason? Yeah. So he so, brought in another Robin. So he brought in another Robin. 
uh, I would introduce um, John Stewart, and as you know, as the Green Lantern, I would introduce the like you know basically the the characters we grew up with, mm-hmm. and you know they will take out you know Brainiac and stuff like that, and then start spanning off their own you know type of movies like you know the Flash. I would do like you know a Flash movie where he's going up against the uh, not the Reverse Flash because we've seen that too you many know, times on TV. He'll go up against like maybe um at the time on TV. For the the first three seasons he went up against speech. You no, know, but we're but saying back time. when Man of Steel first came out, the time frame, the year that your movie would come there out, no there was no Flash TV show. Oh, so well, yeah, you're well, making I'm it, saying like like so everything you've movie known out, for the past five or six years. Hasn't happened. Are we talking yeah, about a Flash movie though? The, like the Flash movie, like okay. I wouldn't do oh, like okay. a speedster because I'm, you know, we've seen that too many times on TV. All right. I would do it where he would face like a, you know, like a mirror master. Because of the movie. If the movie was successful, maybe there wouldn't be a TV show. That's true. Well, the TV show is like. Yeah, but no, see, no, no, what we're you talking just did. <laughs> you know, you yeah. know. Now thinking about the TV show and the TV shows in general. I mean, one way of doing it would have been just saying screw it and establishing the Flash and Arrow through the television shows and just having one universe. But they didn't do that, so you know we can't even go back to that. But I will say that with with the Flash movie, since I had it as my fourth movie leading up, I would definitely have if if, if they already have the Flash TV show popular by itself and separated, Wally West would be the Flash on that. And I know I'll get flack from that from people, but I don't really give a fuck. So. Once you turn the fan on, it was like... Yeah. No, I completely understand that, Dane. I, I, Zack Snyder did explain why he didn't go after the TV personalities, and it completely makes sense. Because um, if you see the tone um, that Grant Gustin's Flash is working in, it'd be really hard for you to convince me that he'd come to a Batman-Superman world yeah. where it's gritty as shit. Well, maybe Batman, Superman, but the way they're doing the movies now, it's not really. They're trying to go back to that Marvel type of quality with tone. Right, right. It's but like if, we're if, not gritty anymore. Like, who cares if you guys just made good movies and just didn't worry about yeah. that type of but shit? If, if we're talking back from when Man of Steel first came out. That movie was yeah. Gritty-ish. So if you tell yeah. me the after that are lighthearted, I'm gonna ask you why'd you make this one gritty as shit. Like, Superman, out of all the heroes, shouldn't have been your most grittiest one. Yeah, weirdly. <laughs> right? So, uh, I, I, I do understand. Zach on Batman. Huh? Huh? That's why I actually would have preferred Zach to do a Batman movie. Than I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, yeah. I and now that it came out that they said they did take from the video games, it's like Zach would have perfectly captured that. Yeah. Obviously, he wanted to make a Batman film, <laughs> which is why Batman yeah. was almost like 96% of that movie. Yeah. So it, it makes sense. fairly well. Obviously, yeah. a little darker than everyone else. Than everyone wanted Batman to be. Curious that, but that, to oh, me, what's crazy is when people that. say that Batman, you know, was doing yeah, things that you know, our Batman doesn't do. I go, well, who's your favorite Batman? Michael Keaton. His Batman killed. Yeah. <laughs> any yeah, Batman exactly. Any Batman from the movie universe you bring. Old Nate's Batman out. killed. He had a gun. He shot yeah. people and stuff. All these Batman killed. I even could possibly find... Uh, a scene where Christian Bale's Batman killed. There was definitely some recklessness. In he the killed like the whole League of Shadows. Rachel Gould. Huh? Rachel Gould in the whole League of Shadows. Oh. Burned the whole place out. He said, "I don't have to save you." Yeah. You know, I, I can't. I don't kill you, but I don't have to. Yeah, save I don't you. have to kill you, but I don't have to save you. Either. Batman would do that. He killed him out, and then he yeah, him out of there. He killed the fake one too because he made the thing fall down on him and burn yeah, him alive. Yeah, right. so every uh, every Ken Watanabe, yeah. 
Every yeah. movie iteration of Batman killed. So you can't come to me and go, yeah. well, my Batman doesn't kill. Who's your Batman? Michael Keaton. Well, he doesn't. I, I, yeah. I like I like that he's gonna learn from it now. Like that consequence of him changing his his stance on that is gonna have con- or it's gonna have more consequences now that he's trying to get away from being that type of brutal of a Batman. Like they talked about his character arc, and if you're doing it that way, that's fine. But you know. Every single fucking one of them, like we keep on saying, and in the comic books, he's killed. It's like saying, oh, Superman never killed Zod. Literally one of the only villains in comic books and in the movies was Zod that he killed. So just shut up and go read a freaking comic book. I swear. Just, I just, agree. But I mean, educate yourself before trying to say stuff, like fucking yeah. research or some shit. I think the only on-screen Batman to not kill anybody was George Clooney. And, yeah, yeah, that worked out great. Were more campy. But he ice skated, Kanan. Yeah, and important. had yeah, but, had bad but, but you guys all have to freeze. But even Val Kilmer. And those movies had Alicia Silverstone. Alicia. <laughs> yes. Oh, just uh, no. But seriously, seriously, I I I respect why Zach made this Batman as gritty as he did. It made sense. Let's picture someone style. right. But picture someone you've been raising. To be your, I don't want to say like soldier, but like a son. You've been raising yeah. as like a son, yeah. and he's he's not only killed but brutally murdered. Yeah, but that's why he'd bring the darkness out of you too. But that's why I've always been like and bring like think the idea of bringing in Tim Drake after losing Jason the way he did. Yeah, just mm-hmm. seems so reckless. It does <laughs> seem very reckless. And honestly, the only Robin it would make sense for him to bring in is his son. Because right, you can't right. keep him out of this life. I agree. He was bred for this life. Right, and he's already trained. And he's already trained. <laughs> he's a little killer. So for you to then go and train someone else, I don't think that would make right. sense for this universe. I mean, for comics, really it don't. works, but for like, in a movie, it just wouldn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, unless, no, that wouldn't even make sense either. Yeah, I, I don't think that makes sense. It, it, it has to be dangerous. Exactly. It doesn't make sense to get a bunch of 15-year-old orphan boys to run around with you in tights out late at nighttime fighting criminals, even if they're acrobatic as shit. I mean, it's kind of like just a weird concept all to get. I'm glad they're making a Nightwing movie and In getting general. past the whole Robin stage, honestly. Yeah. I, agree. Sure, I agree. But that, that's what we're saying, Dane, that if you do introduce another Robin, if it's Damien, you don't have to worry about the, him dressing up. Exactly. Like you know what I'm saying? Because Damien is like, no, nah, I don't play that shit. <laughs> I, I don't play that shit. <laughs> so, it'd be perfect. And if you found the right kid actor to match the sass that Ben Affleck's Batman gives, yeah. that movie would not only be epic to watch, but hilarious. Yeah. If, and Alfred is sassy. So you'd have three sass. It'd be, it'd be two and a half men, yeah. but in the Batman universe. Yeah. Men, men in a Holy <laughs> shit. Two and a half men with, with Batman. Be, I like that, Joan. Hey, we can talk about I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Um, all right, so let's move on from this. Dane, I would like you to get into the whole um, Halloween breaking news that we got. Oh, yeah. yeah. Breaking yeah. news for Halloween. No, I'm just kidding. All right, uh, some Blumhouse news actually happened. Uh, there's two stories that I'm really excited about. Uh, Blumhouse, a great production company that's known for making awesome horror movies for cheap, and they don't suck. Uh, they're going to be um, introducing a dark and gritty rated R spawn movie with a $10 million budget written by creator Todd McFarlane. Um, so basically we'll go on the second half after we kind of get a reaction off of that. Uh, basically, Joel, do you think that they can make a good spawn movie with the right director with a $10 million budget? 
ten million is pushing it, but I, I, a good movie can be made on a, on a on a reasonable budget, in my opinion. It really depends on how much CGI they're going to use, and I don't know what version of Spawn this is going to be. Is it the classic Spawn that we know? Then you might need a little more CGI. I they want to go a more horror. They want to go in a more horror way, dark and gritty, rated R. Um, I th- you could definitely do that without spending most of your money. But ten million seems a little low. But I think it is doable. But can Todd McFarlane be the one to do it? That's really the question more so than the budget. That's a very good point. All right, guys, keep in mind, Scream, the movie from Wes Craven, had a $15 million budget. Uh, Deadpool had a $58 million budget. So, Juwan, based on this type of stuff, do you think that if they do a gritty horror movie with Spawn, do you think they can do it feasibly with a budget of $10 million and being written by the creator, Todd McFarlane? Oh wait, the budget's ten million. Ten. Ten? No. Not <laughs> not wow. in it. Not in it being. It can't be at ten million, and you try to tell me that it's gonna be better than the one we got back in like ninety eight, ninety nine. He's also directing it, right? Yeah, I think he's also directing. I, I'm sorry, ten million is. Oh, actually, worth... there's no director yet. There's no director yet, but I think Tom McFarlane is one of the first picks for that too. So that kind okay, of scares well, shit out of me. Yeah, he created it, so it makes sense. Um, no, ten million—that's way too low. Ten million, because you have to think—you have to spend a lot of money just on fucking location, people, and then people, well, I mean, and then special effects. And yeah, what actor are they gonna bring in? Is yeah, it gonna be a low, like low, low quality. Money, to me, ten million is way too low to start at. I'm sorry. If you were telling me twenty-five, yeah, I could buy that. Because you could spend about fifteen just on it's special effects, on, and then like the rest on everything just else. On his suit. Because if you're telling me you're putting this at $10 million, you're expecting this to, to what? Do $100 million, $200 million? Projected. That's projected. Yeah. And I don't, th- I don't think you're going to reach that many people with that. Because not enough people remember the old spawn. So you'd have to put in... Because people have to think about this. A $10 million budget, you're, you're, you're forgetting that you have to put stuff into marketing. Marketing, paying uh, the theaters budget. to play it. Right. P- part of that budget is marketing. That's why Deadpool was like, all right, we don't need that big of a budget. We just need something enough to cover marketing. So yeah, people who don't know this, wow. Listen to this, okay? My Big Fat Greek Wedding, its budget was $5 million. This is two My Big Fat Greek Weddings. Think about all the special effects that have to be involved in a fucking Spawn movie. So just try to process that. Gerald, do you think that this is going to be better than My Big Fat Greek Wedding? I mean, story-wise, yeah, but, I mean, visually, No. I mean, it's if you got a ten, you figure spawn just for the costume alone is gonna be like between three to five million, especially with special effects. <laughs> and then on top of that, uh, what was the clown's name that was just the clown? The, was the it violator? Clown? Yeah, the violator. Oh, when he transformed, yeah, yeah. Violator. Oh, okay. violator. That special effect alone is probably gonna be another seven, eight, ten million. So, I mean. Story-wise, I think it would be better than my fact Greek wedding, but visually, it'll probably look like something out of South Park. What? So I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> you, honestly, doesn't have a lot of hope on that. A comic book movie should be $50 million. I don't, I don't disagree. I, with I that. agree. You can do you can do at least $30 million, 30 to $40 yeah. million and probably make a good film. But $10 I mean, million? Dollars? $10 million, I, I think whoever, whatever studio said we're going to give you $10 million probably don't have faith in it. Because if they have faith in it, they'd be like, you know what, we're going... Well, Bloom is kind of like a low-key... Blum. No, was it Blum that's doing it? 
The Blumhouse. Blumhouse. Blumhouse doing Spawn? Yeah. They're doing Halloween, too, right? Yeah. Well, they, they did yeah, a lot of... Yeah, we're about to talk about that, yep. They, they did a lot of um, great movies. Like, my favorite movie from them uh, was... Um, they also do a lot of crappy, like, uh, horror okay. movies, too. Not cra- not many, as much as... Because they did... Don't they do, like, The Conjuring and all that? Yeah, those are good, though, fucker. Yeah, but <laughs> my favorite my favorite thriller movie that they did was uh, Dreamhouse with Daniel Craig. You ever see that? Yeah. That was an incredible movie. Yo, it was incredible. To me, like, story-wise and visual it and all that... You trust Blumhouse, Conjuring. what are you saying? Story-wise, it wasn't better than The Conjuring? Yeah, no. Are you serious? Hell no. Oh, no. Well, right. regardless, I mean, Blumhouse makes good films. And I would say, actually, to try to get John Leguizamo back to play the clown, but they probably couldn't afford yes. him to get the fucking budget. Kanan, uh, how do you feel about uh, this information? Can they do it with $10 million as a budget? Okay, so I, I looked up Spawn from 1997. The Spawn in 1997 oh, had a production budget of $40 million. <laughs> okay, so... No, okay, so just, just think, let's, let's think about that, okay? The Spawn in 1997 had, had decent effects for, for the most part. That When it went to hell and, uh, uh, you know, there were some, you know, touchy effects there. But this movie had a $40 million budget. You want to cut it down to $10 million? No, the movie will not work. Spawn will hardly be in the movie at all on a $10 million budget. He will be a... Small, small factor. I'd say he probably would be in the movie a total of 20 minutes on a $40 million budget. I mean, on a $10 million budget. So I, I don't see how it works. If Blumhouse doesn't have the backing and the money to do it, then I think they can still be the um, the producers. But I think they maybe need to look at Lionsgate or somebody else with a little bit more budget uh, to bring it up. I mean, I think you if, if Spawn in 1997 did it on $40 million, uh, if you want to make it a low budget movie, I think you need to at least bring it up to twenty. There's just no way you're going to do it on ten. It's going to be a crappy movie. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. But one movie that, that that might seem like it's not going to happen, but the other big news from Blumhouse that happened this week, uh, they're also going to release um, uh, basically a Halloween sequel uh, from the 1979 version for October of next year in 2018. Uh, John Carpenter is coming back. Um, He's going to be, uh, I believe, editing. He's definitely producing and writing script for it. Jamie Lee Curtis is coming back. And we don't know if they're doing this directly after the second movie, um, or like, you know, close to it, like so it would be in the 80s. And they probably have to use age technology with Jamie Lee Curtis. I would assume that if that was the case, her part would be much smaller. Or they're going to be going 40 years into the, into the future of now, and we're going to pick up with that. But just based on the fact that they're saying, all right, screw everything that happened after the second film. You know, the third movie had nothing to do with Halloween, or with Michael Myers at least at all. And this is John Carpenter coming back to say, all right, sorry for Rob Zombie's versions. Let's go keep on going with this. Do you think this could be successful next year? And do you think they can finally make another good Halloween movie um, let's start off with Gerald. What do you think? Gerald, what do you think about Halloween, Gerald? Halloween. What happened? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, the mic fell on no, me. No, just talk. Just talk. Um, I think the this movie is definitely going to do good. Um, I'm actually excited because when I, I saw it on the page and I was like, I, I forgot who posted it, but I saw that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was, you know, coming back to surprise her role, but 
They never really. What was it? The reprise. Reprise. Why is it surprise? I'm sorry. I'm tired. I, I spent like ten hours at work today. I'm sorry. Um, to reprise her role, you know, what was his sister's name? Lord, was it Lori? Lori Strode. Lori. Lori Meyer. No, not Lori. Lori yeah. Strode or whatever. Strode. 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 So where did he get Michael Myers from? What was Myers? I don't they remember. They changed her last name because she was. Oh, they, oh like, yeah, she, oh, yeah, no, she changed her last name because she didn't want to be. I think that was in Halloween H two O where she changed her last name. Well, that was again. I think that the second time the family. I forget what happened. Because I, I believe in the 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 reason I why know they what happened. Well, because it was Halloween twenty well, years later. They know you guys. But it was like she changed her last name because she she didn't want people to know that she was associated with her brother. Right, right, right. So, but let's just say her name is Lori Myers and um. The fact that she's reprising her her role, um, I think it's going to be good. Like, in Bloomhouse is doing it. Like I said, Blum. they do. Is it Blumhouse or Blum, Bloomhouse? Blum. Blum, whatever. Bloom, Blum, whatever. It's like when Hulk Hogan kept saying the huh. Superdome. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> is it Blumhouse? I keep thinking Bloom and Onion when you say uh, that. So, Blum, Blum, Blumhouse, I'm sorry if I'm saying the name wrong. So, Blumhouse makes a lot of good movies, so I'm actually looking forward to that. That may be the next horror movie that be like, oh, crap, because it made me almost shit my pants, so Blumhouse yeah, Halloween maybe good. The original two were really scary and there were actually stuff, until they started just doing too many sequels and destroying the franchise, the first two that were directed by John Carpenter also were really good movies. Kind of like the same thing they're doing with the Rocky franchise and revitalizing it, and like, I like this and I hope that it actually ends up good. But with horror movies, you never know. Joel, do you think that we're going to get finally a, a really good ho- Halloween movie that lives up to the first two movies? I can hope. Uh, <laughs> as far as I can go with that. Um, <laughs> John Carpenter is comeback direct this one, right? I believe. We don't have confirmation he's directing. Actually, I think that there's reports that he's going to like help pick out the director. He's definitely right, uh, writing and uh, producing it. Right. All right. I'll take that then. That's close enough. <laughs> you know, um, it might be the <laughs> The best one yet, hopefully, because I didn't really hate the Rob Zombie ones, especially, well, especially the first one. The first one was actually pretty decent. Um, but I, I would like to see what John Carpenter can bring to the game. Like, I know I want the classic music back, and he's going to be writing it again, and I can't imagine that it won't be at least decent. And the Blumhouse is attached. They usually do good with their horror movies, and now they're attached to Halloween, so... I'm really excited. I really, I'm not really sure what to expect exactly, but Jamie Lee Curtis is back reprising her role. She's like 60 something years old right at this point, so I'm excited. We'll see what happens, man. I really don't know much more than I don't know more than that, honestly. Juwan, should they get Mike Myers to play Michael Myers in this new Halloween movie? Next opportunity, if they don't. I um, stabbing people. Yeah, actually, the baby. first time I saw Halloween, I thought that too was playing. I thought like it was like a spoof <laughs> movie. Yeah. And then when I saw, it, I was like, "There's no Mike Myers in here." And they're like, "No, he is Mike Myers." I was like, "That's not Mike Myers." <laughs> like, right. the yeah, baby guy. Yeah, I'm like, wait, are we talking about the same guy? But anyway, no, not to get too off that. Um, I'm really excited for the movie. Um, I'm not huge on horror films. So, that is what I was trying to say. Breaking this. <laughs> um, no, but I am. Uh, I'm. I am excited for this. Jamie Lee Curtis coming back is fun. I do agree with you. Uh, movies like that, when they start to make too many, it waters it down. So yeah, what really was that with Halloween? Four, the season of the Witch. That wasn't um, even about three. Was that was three? That was three. Yeah. 
Um, I, I will agree with Joel. We were just saying I was a fan of the first Rob Zombie. One. I thought mm-hmm. it was a really unique uh, way to go about it. And the guy who played Michael Myers is big as shit. Tyler Mayne, bro. Oh, dude, man. He's a huge bro. You're going to do a fantasy cast of who Fan play cast. Fantasy. What is with you in terms, Gerald? I'm tired today. <laughs> Give me a second. Hold on, Gerald. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm really excited for this movie. And uh, I just I can't wait to see who actually directs it because that'll really yeah. put my hype in a whole yeah. other gear. So I'm excited already, but yeah, like if help. James Wan does it, no, I'm Woo! you know something like that really put me in another hyper gear. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah uh, what's the director? Fetty Alvarez, I think, would be a good person to ask, especially what he yeah. did don't don't breathe recently. Oh, yeah. I think that he's someone that could handle it. Uh, even if they don't have the biggest budget and be able to work with John Carpenter and bringing out, you know, the character of Michael Myers again, the shape, if you will. Um, Kanan, how do you feel about this? Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I love it. I mean, I really didn't expect Jamie Lee Curtis to ever come back. I mean, especially um, after Halloween uh, Part 9. So, I mean, it was, you know, crazy to see her actually come back in the film. So, I mean, it's a huge sale for the movie, especially after the Rob Zombie franchise, which if you take the Rob Zombie franchise out of the context of the original series, I felt like it was good for what it was. I mean, I'm not comparing. There's There will be never comparing Halloween 1 and Halloween 2, but I mean, for a Rob Zombie style, I really enjoyed those movies. Um, now, originally they said that this Halloween would be a true Halloween 3, that they were going to erase the other films and this would pick up right after part two but on twitter today um a kaylin corrigan who is a writer with bloodydisgusting.com said she spoke with malik akkad and he told her that this movie will fall in the timeline as the 11th entry in the franchise which means if it falls in that timeline it means it falls within all of the movies. That means the Rob Zombie movies. Count yeah, but she's and already everything. dead. Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, she got stabbed and failed. I mean, they can always bring her back. Well, now that Michael Myers that's... hasn't been killed six thousand times, but you know. <laughs> so, yeah. So I don't really, I don't really understand how you know when one minute you know they're going and saying, oh, this is uh, a true number. This is true part three. This is picking up right after part two. And now they're saying that it falls in the timeline as the 11th. Um, and also, y'all were talking about the director. Um, I think David Gordon Green is going to be the director for this movie. And it's also being written by Danny McBride, um, yeah. who we all know is uh, uh, who's worked with um, uh, or David Gordon Green, you know, has worked on Pineapple Express and some other movies yeah. with Danny McBride. So, uh, yeah, no, but but. But Jamie Lee Curtis coming back is huge. I mean, you saw, if you look on her Twitter page, I think she's got like 100,000 likes and retweets for that. I mean, that's an instant sale. People love her. She's a huge part of the franchise. Um, I think that Danny McBride, he's a huge fan. I think they're gonna. I think they're going to write a great movie. I think John Carpenter would not come back if he didn't think it was going to be a great movie. So it, it's a solid. I think this is going to be a solid Halloween movie. Um, I know they're saying this is the final one. They've been saying that for a long time. Uh, I don't want to see it end because I, Michael Myers is my favorite. I love that franchise. But if it is, I hope it goes out with a bang. And, I mean, I hope it does it tight numbers. I mean, huge, 
huge box office just huge. through the roof. So, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited for it. Huge. Yeah, no. <laughs> I do not have to break the ice. Yeah, I'm sorry. I open my mouth and say, yeah, no, I agree, Kanan. Yeah. That's going to be huge. Anyway. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, baby. No, I still think in my mind. That's what I got you. Um, no, but no, I completely agree with you, Kanan. And always depend on Kanan to drop us some news bits that we missed out on. Word. Um, because we definitely had no idea about any of that. <laughs> that was always good. Uh, Silent Assassin is always on the prowl, guys. Um, all right, so let's get into some news topics. Some more news Silent topics. Fart. What's a news topic? All right. Um, it was kind of rumored from Umberto oh, yeah. about possible two Green Lanterns appearing in Justice League. I told Joel earlier, and I will now tell everyone listening. I heard there is a thing with two Green Lanterns. And it's not Alvin Sir to Hal Jordan. It's a scene where John Stewart gets his ring and Hal Jordan comes down to take him with him to go train. And then we see these two again in Green Lantern Court. And Green Lantern Court will take place maybe three, four years after that moment, them training and then, you know, the after effects of the galactic uh after the uh, Galactic War with uh, Atrocitus and, you know, possibly Sinestro and his Sinestro Corps. Um, so that's just what I was hearing. I'm sure Kanan's going to come in here and be like, no, no, well wrong, well wrong, wrong, wrong. This just in. Yeah, but no, um, that, that is what I was hearing, and that makes the most sense. Um, I don't want to see uh, characters from the Green Lantern Corps that people aren't too familiar with. I think that makes the most sense. Uh, John receiving his ring and then Hal coming to get him, to take him back to Oa to train. That makes the most sense to me. But, um, Kanan, what are your thoughts on the rumor of two Green Lanterns in Justice League? Well, I don't think that we're going to see the Green Lanterns that people want to see. I think we'll see... Uh, Tomar Ray, um, I know Umberto said it wasn't um, uh, Kilowog, and he said it wasn't Abin Sir. So I think we could see Tomar Ray, and I don't know who the other one would be. I don't think we're going to see Hal Jordan or John Stewart until they've officially cast somebody. Um, but I mean, it's a start. I mean, we get to we get to see Green Lantern. I mean, people are clamoring to see a Green Lantern, and They've mentioned Green Lantern in the uh, the Justice League trailer, and even though Army Hammer has pretty much said he's not in talks to play Green Lantern, they still are teasing Green Lantern in a way, uh, from Henry Cavill to, um, you know, even Umberto posting the, the pictures, yeah, uh, on, the, uh, on his uh, post. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I mean... I think fans just wanted Green Lantern to, like, show up and be the Hal Jordan or, or John Stewart. But I think they're going to be happy, you know, seeing, uh, you know, a Green Lantern in, in the film. It's just going to be cool to kind of see them all fighting uh, Steppenwolf and the Parademons in, in, you know, in this huge battle. You know, you're going to have Atlanteans and you're going to have the, the humans and you're going to have 
the Themyscarans, the Amazons, you're going to have the Green Lanterns show up. I mean, this is if it's handled well, it's going to be epic. I mean, we're talking like the beginning of Fellowship of the Ring type epic. I mean, just a huge battle uh, for the fate of the Earth. So uh, I'd be happy seeing any Green Lantern. I'd just be happy if they showed like a Green Lantern's ring just fall on the ground. I mean, that'd just be cool to see. Um, yeah, I don't know if I 100% agree with that. Uh, especially if you're telling me the Green Lantern that we see uh, is contributing to the battle against uh, Steppenwolf. I definitely don't want it to, do, to be just any Green Lantern. Uh, if you're telling me it's not Sinestro or Kilowog, it most definitely needs to be John Stewart or Halbert. I don't want to see Tomar Ray or what, what, what is the the. How the, would Hal Jordan though be fighting uh, Steppenwolf in the battle that happened years sure. ago, like in the the 20th century oh, or whatever? Oh, with. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm talking I, about I'm talking about the battle for the the mother boxes year you know many years ago before Batman Superman Wonder oh Wonder Wonder and that's of. why it says that, uh, no more Green Lanterns uh, is that what you're uh, talking yeah. about well, exactly Cannon, this is what I was telling Joel when Steppenwolf said that that is a very broad statement to make for you to say no more lanterns that means there's no more blue purple green black. red black you know what I'm saying turquoise so for lilac <laughs> So for him to say that means there's no lantern green. stopping. So how would he be able to say that unless it clear. <laughs> right? It, it wasn't clear. So unless he got rid of all the lanterns and the Green Lantern Corps takes place around that same time, like we don't know when he's saying this. You know what I'm saying? Because he when, when we heard it, it it seemed like it made sense that it went with the uh, the beginning of the movie where we see everyone going to war. But what what if he's saying that, uh, like, in the middle of the movie, referring to uh, the Green Lantern Corps movie that comes out in a few years? Core, I'm sorry. Well, that he knows a well, place that wiped out all the lanterns. Well, you have to, you, okay, you have to look at the context of how he says it. Maybe he's talking to someone in regards to Earth's lantern. Maybe he's destroyed Earth's lantern, and he's saying you have no you have no Green Lantern to protect Earth. You have no Kryptonian. You know there's there's no one here. So to he save basically Earth. killed Abenster. Possibly. Abenster is the Earth lantern before oh, Jordan. Okay. Let's so how Jordan exists. Al- so if you're saying yeah. he killed Abenster and he has no idea that how Jordan exists, right. I agree with you. That's right. But it all yeah, yeah. Oh, concept. yeah. Of course. I mean, what he's saying. Because yeah. Sir was the protector of our earth. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um. Our sex. Right. Yeah. Such no, no, no. nerds. Yeah, we yeah. we're sweating. Are, are out. we sexy ladies? We know our Green Lanterns. I, yeah. I think. I, th- I think we're. I think we're over. I think we're over overthinking what he's talking about. I, I think he's just talking in terms of of Earth's protectors. He's just saying there's no one left to protect you. I can come in and take Earth from you at any time. I don't think it was an over overreaction to it. I think there was a reason why Zachary Warner Brothers or Josh Whedon decided to put that line in their second trailer. There's a reason. Well, hell, in the Batman in the Batman v Superman trailer, you know, Batman says uh, it's time you learned what it means to be a man, and we never even got to hear that line. So, I mean, they may not even put that in Justice League. Who knows what'll happen after we cut it down? So we we have we have to look at it like this: that Batman that Batman line doesn't really make a difference in the film. That Green Lantern oh line 
makes a huge difference in the film. Because if you're telling me mm. he defeated Earth's protector, like Earth's uh, Green Lantern, it's huge. That is something we need to know, especially because we won't see a Green Lantern movie for the next three, four years. So that is very important to have in there. Well, I, I think agree. we'll I think we'll see it. I think we'll see it in Justice League. I think we're going to find out what happened to all of them. I, you know, I think they're going to they're going to break it down if they keep it. I mean, we got to remember that there's some stuff that's going on behind the scenes, and uh, you know, if they keep that scene, then we could. But that's what I'm saying that we. I don't uh, think the Green Lantern that we're going to see is how Jordan and John Stewart. I think we're going to see another. I think we're going to see other Green Lanterns. Um, you know, fight the battle and then get defeated, and you know, um, you know that's why he says there's no protector. So let, let, let me let me ask one last question before I pass it to Dane. If you're sa- if you're saying the the lanterns we uh, you know Hal and John aren't the lanterns we're gonna see, if there are other lanterns, one of them has to be Abin Sir. That was Earth um, yeah. Earth Lantern. So if you're telling me if, yeah, if I'm Bert saying Tomare wasn't our wasn't in our sector. So if you're no, Tomare was Krypton's. Right. Yeah, so Tomare was for Krypton. If I'm saying that uh Abin Sur is not in this movie, what other lanterns are you sending besides the guy whose job it is to protect Earth? Hey, that, I, that you know, that I so uh, yeah, I mean I, I don't know. I mean I, I I agree with you. I think if you are referencing a Green Lantern, you know, unless they're trying to say that someone else was a, um, you know, a protector of Earth other than Abin Thor, then, yeah, then, I mean, there's, I, I mean, I think, I think you have to reference, and, you know, Umberto's even said that he, he doesn't remember the name. He he said that it wasn't uh, Abin Sur, but that doesn't mean that it won't be Abin Sur. Um and you know we got to know for a fact that he's talking in general about Earth's protector. I'm assuming he's talking about Green Lantern for Earth. He could be talking about anything, you know. And that goes back to your point of saying, okay, what does that mean? Are there no more lanterns? Like he's wiped out the reds, the blues, the violets, the blacks, you know, the green. I mean, he's wiped them out, the yellows, all of them. I mean, that would be hard. That would be. That would be hard to, to to fathom that he's destroyed that many lanterns, especially you know as powerful as they are. I agree with you, Kanan. Though I don't think I think he is referencing Earth's lantern, and specifically. Yeah, I, I, do I hope. Yeah. What I hope, guys, is that the taupe lanterns uh, show up and whoop some ass because their skill is gluttony. They're a bunch of fat guys that are taupe colored. It's great. <laughs> um. Anyways. Uh, I think that you guys are right about it. I don't care. I mean, if this is true, awesome. That's the only thing I care about. How they go about it, the schematics, whatever, introducing everyone. I, I personally think that it would be smarter to have it be Abinsur at the beginning of the movie, like you said, basically, getting killed. Uh, you know, within the, the intro of showing you the mother boxes, you see him trying to, to guard Earth from Steppenwolf and his forces, and they wipe him out. And then later on, you see the ring end up on a Hal Jordan that we meet throughout the movie, like they did in New Frontier, and eventually he gets the lantern. If I were to have it, John Stewart would be the older lantern. He would actually be the one that's. I, I don't care. I know that he's not in the comic books. I don't really give a shit about that. It would just make more sense if they're going for like a lethal weapon concept that he is the Donald the the, the Donald Glover in the situation, where the old, more wise, you know, maybe Abinster's partner, if you will, and then Hal 
ends up becoming the one after Evan Sir. But if they do it the opposite way, I don't care. As long as they do it well and they, they make it, you know, structure into a movie, that's all I care about. I want yeah, lanterns, uh, damn it. I want lanterns more than anything in this movie, God damn it. Here it is. Like, if you put I will, all uh, at this point, I will roll up a lantern, a green lantern, and smoke it. I don't care. I just want it. Just consume it. You, you, you know what would be, real quick, I was gonna say, you know, what would be a cool, a cool post-credit scene for Justice League is they don't have to have a Green Lantern cast yet for Hal Jordan, but like I said, you know, we see the Green Lantern get killed, the ring falls off, uh, it's on Earth, and then in a post-credit scene, you just see a guy walking down an alley with a leather jacket. You see the ring start to start to pulsate, and uh, you know he picks up That's the ring, work. he puts it on, and then all of a sudden you see like a green burst of light and then you know fade to credits i mean like i said that would be so cool you don't even have to have a green yeah. lantern cast yet i mean but then people are like oh my god okay it's hal jordan he, that would he's be found, nice. the rings found him yeah i mean that just be a, a cool post credit isn't there supposed to be now that the rumor is there's supposed to be two post credit <laughs> scenes for justice league yeah yeah yes, but the, before we get into that yes before we get into that i'm gonna have joel wrap up this green lantern uh topic and then we we'll get right into that Okay. All right. So here it is. <laughs> like if you put all the information, <laughs> if you put all the information we got together, now it's a mix with Inverno's information. He's been saying for a while now that there's a Green Lantern in this movie. Right. This news about the two of them—that's new news. Right. But for the most part, he's been saying for a while that it's not a human lantern. Now I don't know how true that is, and he says it is. That you were going to see one. Mm-hmm. My speculation, even though, and I've had this conversation with Kanan because Kanan said he heard similar things. Well, he's the one that told me it. So that. That there's a Green Lantern in the beginning during the giant fight from the, in the beginning with the, the with the Atlanteans and the Amazons and the humans and shit. Makes sense. So I'm thinking maybe the Green Lantern in the movie, the old one that they got rid of, he dies during that battle or something. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And then there's one at the end, the new Lantern that shows up and because he says during in the, in the trailer, there's no more Lanterns that he knows of. Right. You know. Or I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility to take what you're saying and look at it like this. What if the one in the beginning is the guy who trains Avensor? Uh-huh. By the course of the end of Justice yeah, League, you see no, no, you see Avensor's uh, ship crash. Mm-hmm. He dies. The ring then goes to it disappears, and then we find out. And whenever Green Lantern comes out, it went to hell. Mm-hmm. It's just my thing with that is that every, all the reports are saying that Green Lantern Hal's gonna be older and a vet, so it wouldn't make sense for him to to get his origin in this movie. Like and then have John like where are you gonna say is John's gonna be introduced in the next movie? Is that what it is? That we, and then for four years he's been a vet, four year vet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could be a four year vet. Timeline wise is where I'm yeah. kind of confused. I, I like how old is this Green Lantern? They want an older Green Lantern. You're gonna have this. You get what I'm saying? I do. We did because we argued about that. Well, not argued. We were saying about that. Like, all right. So if you're looking for 35 to 40, yeah. you're telling me that he just got his ring all at right. 35. All right. All right. And for 35 to 40, he's been the Green Lantern. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like, want and that. And if I was, where has he been? Right, I agree. Where has so, he been so, through Man of Steel, BVS? Right, you know, right. I agree. Well, there's a lot of questions agree, we don't right. know. I agree. Um, all right, so Dane brought it up, so I'll let Dane start with it. There's a rumor we'll have two post-credit scenes in nice. Justice League. Hey. So, so we can get through. Um, I just looked. Yeah, show more topics. Yeah, we gotta go. Um, everyone just. Just say what you think the two post-credit scenes uh, will be. Speculate. Let's speculate. 
Um, I I think that it's going to be um, probably I, I like the Green Lantern idea. I really think that that would be awesome. And actually, screw it. I'm going to say that the post credit is after the wedding, and 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 Henry Lennox uh, reveals himself to be the Martian Manhunter, and followed by that, you see where Abin Sir Ring goes. This is if all that shit happens. Um, and how Jordan picks it up in the alley, like Kanan was describing it. You don't even have to like cast him for it. That's what I would do. Not bad. Uh, I think I, Nick I, might be on hold, by the way, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, after Joel goes, uh, we'll put Nick in. Just hold on tight, Nick. Uh, we're going to put you in eventually one day. <laughs> um, I, I I don't have any real specifics. Uh, I hope it's just a nod to another character. Mm-hmm. Or, obviously, it's a setup for the future. Of the, that's what we're hearing is a, it's a setup for the future of DCU. Umberto's the one that dropped that, too. And he said that he knew it was one of them, but doesn't know the other one. Then if there is two... I think one of them, I hope one of them, if we don't get a lot of Green Lantern in this movie, hopefully it's a Green Lantern teaser. If not, then I don't really, maybe it's a Martian Manhunter one. That'd be really cool, too. Like like what uh, Dane just said. I'll take that. But I, I don't really have no, I Maybe I Dark Side. Maybe Dark Side. Maybe that's a good uh, one, yeah, too. That's, that's a really good one. one. I didn't think of that. That's a good one, too. I think it'll be quite like how most MCU films are uh, lately. I think one will have to do with that movie directly. One's important, one's funny. No, no, no. One will have to do with that movie directly, and another one will be a setup for a, a future film. Uh, so maybe this yeah. could be a Nightwing casting. Dark Side says, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, Dark Side just goes, I'll do it myself. Wait, Thanos <laughs> said that? All right. I'll say that. No, uh, <laughs> I, really, I really hope, though, I hope in one of these end credit scenes, it's Granny Goodness. Yeah. Walking, up, walking up to Darkseid, who has his back to us. We don't see his face. And he doesn't do the slow turn like Thanos either. Just holding his hand. He's just holding yeah. his hand. All we hear is his voice, right? Yeah. She walks up and she goes, Stefan will fail. And then she goes, what do we do next? And then he goes, whatever. And then it fades to black. And then whatever, the second... Uh, has to be Kathy Bates. Yes, have it be Kathy Bates. I'll yes, I agree. Um, on, cameo. Um, and then the the other end credit end credit scene. I'm sorry. You either set up Aquaman or um, Nightwing or Green Lantern would, would be the. But yeah, Aquaman. Well, no, no, no. Only reason I think Nightwing. Oh, no, no, no. Not Nightwing. I'm sorry. Uh, one of the end credit scenes I'm still gonna hold out for is Lex in prison Ooh. with Deathstroke coming up to him. I like that too. That's what I'm gonna hold out to. I pr- I pray that you're right. <laughs> like, yeah, man. I mean, that's what that we, need. Awesome. We, need it, we need it for the culture. Yeah. All right, uh, Nick, you there? What's up? What up? For all you <laughs> 90s kids out there. <laughs> so we, we were just talking about Justice League possibly having two end credit scenes. What would you speculate those two end credit scenes would be, Nick? Um, Man... You know, I haven't given it a lot of thought. Um, well, first of all, I want to say Dane will forever call Harry Lennox Henry Lennox. <laughs> every fucking time. Every time. It does it, like, every time. Um, it's Harry, Dane. It's Harry. Um, anyway, sorry. Um I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume I only caught the tail end of what Dane was talking about. But I'm going to assume that that Dane was talking about Harry Lennox being revealed as Martian Manhunter. Is that yeah. is that the case? Yeah, yeah I would love Henry that. Henry Lennox. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> Harry Harry Lennox. 
Um, I, I like I would love that. I like Dane threw out that theory probably a year and a half ago, if not more. And I've been in love with it since he threw it out there. I think that is he would just be like that. That that actor would be perfect for Martian Manhunter, um, and the reveal that he's been there all along would just be so awesome. And uh, you know, I I just Martian Manhunter is my guy. Like I love that character, so I'm gonna go with that one. Um, and then I I feel like probably we'll get something that will set up one of the next movies. Um, I, maybe something that connects to Aquaman um, because that's the next movie. Um, I think that could be really cool. Um, I, you know, I'm not exactly sure who it would be, but uh, but I, I mean, I think that would make a lot of sense. Um, and maybe something to set up Justice League too, like you guys said, as far as having, um, you know, uh, the 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 setup for um, all of that. So you know uh, something something along those lines is is what I'm what I'm predicting. Yeah, I mean no that I any of these ideas we we've, we've uh, said <laughs> they should all be the incredible, and I'd be a happy camper. Um, now, nah, but let's let's also not rule out um, let's also not rule out uh, the possibility of Infinity Stone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's not rule that out, screen, guys. Man. No. Come on, Jamal. Uh, <laughs> you never go full retard. Hey, I was born. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> we love you. What do you um? What do you speculate will be those two end credit scenes? And just so you guys know, Kanan's not speculating. He was in a WB uh, <laughs> conference room <laughs> putting these ideas together. So it is not speculation. It is fact. It will happen. Go ahead, Kanan. No question. Under pressure. Yeah. Henry Lennon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now that. Uh, yeah. Way to go, Dean. Y'all, y'all can't get nothing right. Lori Myers and uh, Bloomhouse. Uh, I didn't say Lori Myers. House. That was not. I didn't say Bloomhouse either. That was not me. That was Jawan. Okay. And fuck Harry <laughs> Lennox, Henry Lennox, <laughs> Harry yeah. Henrys, and all that type of shit. This is bullshit. <laughs> Yes, it all shows. Anyway, anyway, no, no. After Umberto teased the wedding, oh, I'm super hyped. That's what it's got to be. I want to see that. They teased that in uh, Batman v Superman. So, uh, I think the only thing is, how are they going to handle uh, Clark supposedly dying at the end of BVS as well? Um, but uh, yeah, I, I want the the ending to be Green Lantern for one, and the second to be the wedding. So, wedding. That's it. Uh, That's it. Anyway, Gerald, what is your uh, speculation? I don't like marriage. I don't like relationships. I don't like anything. What? (laughs) Talking about Joanne, whatever. I don't like nothing. Gerald, (laughs) what? Your answer. (laughs) Topic. I'm like, I just Uh, gave him the word. Things, right? I had them in my head and I couldn't. I forgot them because everybody said. Wait, we 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 to listen, listen, listen. Honestly, my my two end credit scenes. I, I would do it one where you see Amanda Waller again, mm. where Amanda she Amanda Baller. <laughs> she comes up to Batman and you know, like kind of like a assault on Arkham type movie, mm. where you know she's sending out the you know. The Suicide Squad again. She basically tells Batman, "If you interfere, I'll tell everybody 
you know, who you are and stuff like that. And in the second end credit scene, I would honestly set up like, I would set up uh, Man of Steel 2. That's what I would do, because they've been preaching that movie for like the longest. So I would set up Man of Steel 2 with that one. I, hey, I'm not mad at you. I mean, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even rule out uh, what's his name. David Sandberg is yeah. uh, is working tirelessly on Shazam, and I know we don't have a casting. I actually wanted to to throw this out there. Umberto even said on his live stream he thought it was uh, a pretty dope idea. We have remember how we're all we're all sitting here like you know what kid would we cast is, is Billy Batson like who would we cast? Mm-hmm. How do we know it's just one kid? Ooh. How do we know that David Sandberg isn't flirting with the idea of Flashpoint uh, Shazam? Completely oh. I, I, I'm not saying kids. he is. I'm not saying. It was only like five. It was 20 kids. <laughs> it was five. Yeah, it was five All right, well, kids. what you do in that situation, you take a quarter and you flip it. If it goes heads, you get the cast from Stranger Things. And if it goes tails, you get the cast from It. Regardless, you get the kid that's in both of them to play Billy Batson out of all of them. But ah! Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I just wanted to throw that out there because when he said when he said you know that yeah. sounds was like ah yeah I'm not the only one. I remember they keep cool. it as one kid because they said it was two actors that were going to play Shazam. So. I Does anyone remember that. Thunder in Paradise with Hulk Hogan on TNT in the nineties? No, I guess. Guys are ridiculous. Who remember? Anyway, let's move on to our next topic. One thing are going to get. Super angry about because these fanboys are fucking ridiculous. Well, um, so it was officially announced through Star Wars and Luke. No, is it still Lucasfilm or is it Disney now? It's still Lucasfilm, right? Okay. Uh, well, JJ. Lucasfilm is owned by Disney, so either one. Right. Like, right. I, didn't like know, I didn't know if it was technically Disney. Disney Princess. Oh, okay, I got you. Um, so it was announced. JJ Abrams will officially write and direct Episode Nine. And episode nine is now being pushed to December 2019 for release. So we're now, not going to have a reason why? Release? No, no, no. So it's Han Solo. Oh, really? Yeah. Same way, same way. Last year was only Rogue One. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. So the reason why I said me and Dana are going to get really pissy about these fanboys is because there is not <laughs> a petition for Disney to remove J.J. Abrams as the writer and director for Star Wars. There's 9. actually several. As if these same fucking fanboys weren't going ballistic because of how great episode seven was. Right. I do not get these fanboys. Okay. I do not understand their mentality. But for some reason, over the course of two years, J.J. Abrams is now not a good director. <laughs> he was good enough to bring back a franchise that was almost destroyed because of um, George Lucas with those those earlier films, and he gave us a really no. good. No. <laughs> and now, Sorry. and now we. No, 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 no. You're fine, Nick. And now we hate them. So I have no idea what's going through their minds. But to me, the perfect person to end this trilogy is the guy who started it successfully. I don't understand why that's a bad thing. But, Dane, I'm going to let you take over. Hey, you know, let's think about it like this, okay? You don't like the original movies. and You have a different director every single time. That's fine. That's fine, okay? But actually, to be all serious about this, if, if you want, if, if, if there's going to be any situation where they're kind of 
not rush, but they need to figure out their shit. I don't think it's bad to give it back to J.J. Abrams if Ryan Johnson turned it down. I mean, I think that those are your two best choices. They tried to go with the first one. Didn't work out. You know, people are now complaining about The Force Awakens. Okay, I have given The Force Awakens shit just because I thought it was good, but I, don't, I think it's blown out of proportion a little bit. I think it's the best one they've done since the original trilogy, and it's definitely the one that gave me the most essence of the original trilogy. Yes, it's very similar to New Hope, but not so much where it's like so much on the nose. Like, people act like it's, it's an identical exact film. They have plot points that are very similar, but it still does different things with the film. And I don't think that you're going to get, with, with, with his movie coming back to it, a Return of the Jedi re, like ripoff, because Ryan Johnson's not going to give you a movie that's going to be exactly like Empire Strikes Back. So they have a, a concept that they're going to do, they're going to explore, and that's what they're going to do. I'm sorry, but I didn't like the choice of the director of Jurassic World, uh, even though I thought that was a lot of fun, doing the final movie in this new trilogy. I thought that that was a kind of reckless idea. Uh, Colin Trevorrow, I believe his name. Maybe that's not his name. Yeah, I think so. Trevorrow. It doesn't matter. Trevorrow. Tomato, tamale. Uh, basically, you know, it just, it, it seems like people need to freaking the fuck out. That's all I have to say. It's like, it, it gets ridiculous. I mean, make up your fucking minds. Did you like The Force Awakens? I mean, I have problems with Rogue One. That doesn't mean that I don't want them to do these movies anymore. If I had it my way, and a lot of Star Wars fans would want to kill me for saying this, and I don't really give a shit, they would have stopped at the original trilogy, but I understand the concept of making money, so what are you going to do? But that's how I feel. No, and I, I don't disagree with you at all, but I'm just trying to figure out when did it become, like, an issue with J.J. Abrams directing. Like, I mean, Kanan, you're on Twitter, you and Joel are on Twitter, like, a lot. So you might have seen a lot of negativity heading into uh, Force Awakens. I don't recall it. I don't recall any negativity to J.J. Abrams or the film. So not a lot. Not a lot, right? There wasn't. So yeah, there wasn't. Go, there wasn't any going in. There was some afterwards, but that was uh, just because of the it, way the movie was. But was it to the point of people saying J.J. Abrams was horrible? He no. shouldn't have directed it. Was there anything like that? Yeah. No. 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 They just they just thought that it should have been the story should have been better that they they felt right. like it was a carbon copy of uh, the first Star Wars, The New Hope. Okay. So yeah. So and I think question, I think that's why they're complaining this time. My question is why why can't we trust that he'll do better the next time? There's a reason why they went back to him. Obviously, because the original Force Awakens was initially called the New New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, wow. the episode episode nine will be the return of the return of the return Jedi. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Back again. <laughs> Jedi's back. Hello, oh, friend. Um, Nick. But you... uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your statement. Oh, I was just gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Nick. Oh, well, I mean, I think it boils down to this. It's it's mostly the same people who didn't like The Force Awakens because they felt like it was it was too um too tied to a new hope with the plot points and everything else that both Dane and, and Kanan mentioned. Um so you get a loud outcry of these people saying that well he's just gonna do the same thing. Like I watched um the Jedi Council special that Collider did. 
And it was basically, uh, it was just Christian Harloff and Ken Ken Knapsack. And essentially, like, they went back and forth, and and, and Christian Harloff made some good points. He's not in favor of the the choice. He he wanted um, uh, Ryan Johnson, which I understand. Um, But, like, I honestly, like, I would rather have J.J. Abrams, mainly because Ryan Johnson is, like, he's put all of his, effort and energy into this movie and JJ and he's not done yet like I mean they're they're still got the promotional tour for the film and everything else JJ Abrams can sit down and go ahead and get to work on episode 9 right now he knows everything that's going to happen in episode 8 he's probably seen the movie by now he can sit down and start working on it write a script that gives him 6 extra months or 5 extra months to hammer out a script that Ryan Johnson would not have. Um, he can, you know, pull in everybody. Uh, I, I think the, the word is right now he's going to pull in Chris Terrio. Um, I think I'm pronouncing his name right. Um, and, like, he's a really, really good writer. Um, so, you know, I, I, don't, I don't really understand it either, Juwan. Like, to, just, just to be honest, like, I get why people were slightly frustrated with Episode Seven. I don't understand how you make the jump from, well, episode seven was so much like episode four, uh, and and so that means that episode nine is going to be exactly like episode six. Like, I don't get how you make that leap. And one more thing that Dane pointed out, like, would you rather have J.J. Abrams or would you rather have that other fucking guy, uh, uh, Trevorrow or whatever? Um, Um I yeah, Colin, yeah. Like I I would rather have JJ Abrams, you know, just me personally. I would if I was going to pick between the two, I would rather have Abrams. So you know, I I don't get it either, man. I don't know why people have to get so bitchy about things. Um but you know, I guess they do and you know, whatever. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with you at all. I mean, we were saying in our weekly meeting, we were saying how we thought it was unusual for them to go the route of having three different directors. But, you know, after, after seeing everything, like, it worked. Like, it, I'm, I'm fine with it. So if everyone was complaining because they wanted fresh blood to end the series, that's different. But for you to come after J.J. Abrams, like, this guy isn't an accomplished director and didn't do it at least a decent job with The Force Awakens. You at least have to say he did a decent job, at least. Uh, the movie wasn't horrible. Um, I'd even I'd even understand where Dane's coming from, where he's saying he might think it's overhyped. But the way people are attacking J.J. Abrams is as if they felt as though Force Awakens was garbage. So that's, yeah, where, that's, that's, where, that's where I'm, be, I'm getting confused, because it's like, it wasn't horrible. He is an accomplished act, uh, uh, director, I'm sorry, and he's been very close to these two movies so far. So he seems like the perfect person you just place back in to finish out the series. Uh, or the trilogy, yeah. rather. I'm sorry. Yeah, I totally agree. And the thing is, like, I, I know that, like, uh, prior to the prequel trilogy, they've had a different director on every Star Wars movie. And so, like, I get that kind of fanboyism and wanting, like, like to keep up the tradition of having a different director for, you know, each episodic film 
not including the prequels and even like the offshoot films have had, you know, ever, always had different directors uh, up till now. Um, but, but, you know, when it comes down to it, it's, it, again, it's just like, I, w- I would rather have Abrams than Trevorrow. And if you're, if you're not going to find somebody uh, quickly enough who is going to be able to do as good of a job as Abrams, you know, can do, then w- I, I, yeah, it's just, what's the big deal? I, I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, it's almost the equivalent of like Marvel going, all right, well, we wanted the Russo brothers to do Civil War, but we had, you know, contract issues or whatever. So um, what's his name? Uh, Josh Whedon's doing it. And then fans going, oh, really? Oh, why? Uh, Age of Ultron was the worst thing ever. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, what? (laughs) Without Josh Whedon, we wouldn't have the Avengers. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Come on, give give him a little bit of a break. You know what I'm saying? That's what I've been lately. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. That's always what it comes down to. Yeah, and that's why, like, Colin Trapeau's book of Henry hit hard. Yeah, it did. So... A lot, I mean, but we've heard like like a while back, we've heard rumblings that Kyle Trevorrow might be out, might be out. But I thought it, I thought it was all bullshit. I always told you I was hearing that they wanted, they were looking for a reason to get Ryan Johnson to do the third one. No. Um. So when they finally found a reason to get him out of there, they got him out of there, and then Ryan Johnson just didn't work out. So then they were like, all right, well, third, well, <laughs> third up is. Directly going back, trickling down. That's yeah. the third director they had a fallout with. Yeah. It's like, fuck. <laughs> Isn't it? Is her name Kathleen? Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, I heard Kathleen she's a Kennedy. really hard ass to, to yeah. work with. Yeah, that's why only certain people work well. And mm-hmm. JJ's one of them. So JJ's back, and I'm fine with it because I really enjoyed the Force Awakens. But yeah. Great. And I, I, I like, like you said, like I don't know why people complain. Well, started it, why not end it, right? Yeah. Go ahead. You were saying. Well, I was just going to say, and at least you know he knows how to deal with her. Like, he's already had to deal with yeah. her, so he knows what he's getting himself into. So, you know, that's got to bode well, too, right? Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, the biggest the biggest thing that was bothering me was people were acting as if J.J. Abrams was this the director, world, yeah. was like this director who just started yesterday. Like, like we haven't seen him do really great things, or good things. Like, you know, a G or something. Yeah, like if if great is stretching it, we can at least all agree he's done some really good things in film. So it's like to folks to to get all pissy as if like this guy doesn't have the credentials to do it. I just I, I don't understand. It's a that. safe move, and at the very least, we know this movie's gonna be at least good. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's move on to uh oh, some huge news. News I wasn't expecting to get as early as we got it, especially because I don't think the movie comes out. So January of 2019. Oh, okay. David Harbour. Got our first look. Showing us what a younger Ron Perlman looks like. <laughs> when, he, <laughs> when they released a photo of him as Hellboy looking extremely buff and all Ron Perlman-ish. <laughs> so, Nick, I'll start with you. What were your thoughts on David Harbour as uh, Hellboy in the first official photo? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, I, I saw the... Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I think it was posted uh, up on uh, Geek Vibes Nation page. Um, hashtag Geek Vibes Nation. Hashtag check out our page. Um, but, like, I, I, I think it was. It was a side-by-side of, of David Harbour and Ron Perlman. Um, and, of course, like, with, with Ron Perlman, you have the more 
um, uh, that that look that that was popular at the time. It's it, it's essentially if you were to compare the thing uh, from uh, Fan Four Stick and Fantastic Four, the other Fantastic Four movies, um, where it's it's almost got that glossy kind of kind of plasticky look. Uh, to the to the makeup and everything and the the modeling that is is put upon the the actor um, and of course you know now that we've gotten to where we are um, you know uh, David Harbour has this almost kind of more rugged rigid look uh, that it it just looks more realistic to me and I love it I think it looks terrific. Um, it kept all the elements that were great from the uh, original look in in, in the movies. Um, it, it basically took um, the look from the comics and you know put it on film, or at least put it in a picture. And we're going to get it on film, and I love it. I think it's terrific. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I love it. Also, my only only reservation I have uh, is I want to hear what he's down. Um, yeah. Hellboy three will always. I'll always hear Ron Perlman. I'm hoping. That's a fair point, man. Whatever he brings to the table is so iconic that it changes. You know what Hellboy is to me. Same way when they said uh, what's his name was going to be Deathstroke. To me, Deathstroke always sounded like Ron Perlman from the old Teen Titans cartoon. Yeah. yeah so Ron Perlman has been like <laughs> these these decorative uh, characters. You know the voice that always rings in my head when I hear it. Got a great it. voice. So, so really David does. Harbour has a great voice. So David Harbour, to me, I have to see what he does as far as you know, as far as what what they're gonna do with his voice. Like, what is he gonna sound like? But before I pass it to uh, to Dane, I did want to say, salty award of the year goes to Ron Perlman. A fan <laughs> went to Twitter to ask him, uh, has anyone said anything to you about maybe doing a cameo? Mm-hmm. Ron Perlman's response was when Hellboy freezes over. <laughs> so, we, I mean, I, 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 being the media, I'm feeding way more into it. He could have just been joking around. Him and David could have talked and maybe, they you know. Yeah, so, okay, so they have talked. So, they could be on a really good terms. He was just joking around or trolling. But I have to take it as a part of the media as strictly negativity. <laughs> so, salty award of the year most definitely goes to Ron Perlman. Uh, but, Dane, what were your thoughts on the first official photos? Well, you know, me and Ron are actually, uh, we're friends. Uh, we, we hang out uh, quite a bit uh, during the week. Uh, we go to Sully's every Wednesday, and we get the uh, steak uh, prime. Uh, it's, it's, it's delicious. But uh, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you're just kidding. Uh, and I'll see this. But uh, I love the picture, man. Dude, uh, David Harbour, holy I did not think he was that ripped. It was kind of like when Josh Brolin revealed himself as Cable. I'm like, they have to be doing steroids. Like, it's, as long as they're not doing it in sports, it's okay. But, like, put, them, put friggin' horse steroids in these guys to jack them up. Because, mine, he, I thought it was a picture of the Ron Perlman one. I was like, oh, yeah, wait, no, holy shit, that's a different dude. So, awesome. Um, I'm happy they're, they're, they're doing that. I agree with the voice. Uh, but then again, David Harbour is a dude's dude. Like I said, like he's he seems like a badass guy. And I wonder now if this means that Hellboy is actually in charge of Amanda Waller. Uh, if you watch Suicide Squad the movie, you'll know why I said that. He played the boss. Don't he was a small role in that. It was before Stranger Things, so no one really knew about him back then. So don't feel sorry about it. But anyways, back to you. 
Um, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that um, that is very interesting. I'm also curious to see if he has the uh, the hooves. Yeah, me too. That's what I'm, I'm really curious about that. It's not a it's not a make or break thing for me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not that uh, you know into the the Hellboy comics to really care that much. I'm just curious. I think he will. Uh, especially with it being a horror kind of uh, feel to it, that would really bring out like a really scary um, Hellboy. Um, but yeah, no, I mean this this looks sick, man. This looks really sick, and I'm really excited to see what they do. But yeah, I agree with Dane. I was watching Stranger Things the other day, and he kind of had like a little bit of a chubby look to him. Yeah. To now see these photos, like I- I'm fine if they are. I-, I I'm not here to judge, but they're most definitely doing steroids. But look at Chris Pratt. He lost all that weight. Six well, months. Chris Pratt had years to lose that weight. Yeah, but he lost. <laughs> Stranger it in Things six came months, out though. last year. Yeah, yeah what about weight. Christian Bale though? That motherfucker yeah. fluctuates like crazy. Christian Bale and his body. Hey, I mean, look how big Christian Bale is now. I thought him right. and Val yeah. Kilmer were, were twins or something. I, I didn't know if that was Val Kilmer or Christian Bale. Um, <laughs> no, what are your thoughts on uh, David Harbour, uh, his first look at the Hellboy? Well, I was thoroughly impressed with the first picture that they released. Uh, I, I thought, okay, uh, my thoughts on this movie um, have you know, turned from not really caring and being kind of pissed off that Ron Perlman wasn't coming back to like, okay, this this could actually work. Uh, I think it's a much darker look uh, than Ron Perlman, and especially the lighting and the uh, the effects they have on that picture. Um, I, I do think I do think some of his body and, and some of the look. I think his makeup. You know, it might be even uh, some prosthetics, uh, just because they did they did do that with uh, Ron Perlman. Uh, but then David Harbour released uh, a picture on his Twitter page. It was a black and white picture, and if you look at that, it's, I mean, it just looks different. The face looks more sunk in and demonic looking. It doesn't look as uh, crisp and, and as good as the the official photo that they released. And plus, you know, if you look at it, you know, kind of a, He's got the trench coat on, but if you look, you know, he just he doesn't have that build. So to me, it seems like the first picture was was for people to look at to be impressed, and then he released a picture, and I'm just like, okay, what's up with your face? And now you got like sunken eye sockets, and your face looks all just I don't know. It's just a crazy it's a crazy look. It just so I kind of was like super sold and hyped. And then I saw that picture, and I'm like, eh, yeah, I don't, I don't know about this now. I'm just going to have to see a trailer and uh, and go from there. So in one day, I went from super hype to like, uh, well, all right. Leave it to Kanan. No, but in all seriousness, I, I, was, <laughs> I, was, um, I was really intrigued. I was really intrigued behind uh, the idea that they released these photos as early as they did. Um, I thought the movie came out next year. So I was like, oh, okay, you know, you put out the feelers now, kind of get an idea. So if people complain about certain things, you have plenty of time to fix it, stuff like that, only to find out they have a shitload of time to fix it if there were any issues. It doesn't come out to January of 2019. So, 
Um, I was just no really way. yeah. I was just really. That's what movies go to die. No, this coming out in January. Remember, Split came out in January, yeah. and that killed oh, the wow. box office yeah. in January. Hellboy isn't gonna have any. Oh, there's movies. something else coming out in January. Yeah, January is not where movies go to die. January is usually where movies go to die if Star Wars is the movie that comes out in December. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, January come out in December? No, it comes out in December of that year. Dude. No, I'm saying is no, it, um, Solo is the middle of this upcoming. Year. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I thought it was 2018. No, 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 no. I'm, yeah, this upcoming year. It's in the middle of 2018. Yeah, it's it's not. Um, no, it's not a December release. It's not really? No, it's a oh, summer wow. release. Yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah. No, but I, I was just. It it caught me off guard that you'd have these photos so early. Um. So I'm thinking maybe if you have these photos this early, we can definitely expect a trailer by uh, Comic Con, like yeah. a full out panel sure. with a full out official trailer. Um. Super Bowl is way too soon. Way too yeah. soon. Yeah. Um. A teaser. a teaser. Yeah. If if, lucky. if they bring it to the Super Bowl, it'd be one of those 15, 20 second uh, yeah. trailers. It wouldn't be anything smoking. Right. <laughs> him just walking out saying something with a cigar in his mouth. Yeah, like maybe him shooting an alien in the face or something. Right. Um, but, Joel, what were your thoughts on the first official trailer? I loved it, man. I really did. Um, I saw it. I'm like, it does look a lot like Bob Furman's Hellboy, but yeah. with better makeup. <laughs> like a darker red. You can see the scars on his on his chest. Like yeah, he's been through way this Hellboy's some, been through some shit. He's got some wear and tear. Except this Hellboy left his hair loose. Yeah, he doesn't have a samurai bow, uh, but like yeah, tail. that is true. You know, that's the only thing different. And I, I really hope he does have the the hook legs. At least to make make it look more different than yeah. than Ron Perlman. Completely separated. Right. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's that's the I wouldn't be upset if right. they didn't. But I wouldn't be surprised if they did give the hook. Mm-hmm. And that'd be I'd be something different. We get something. I just I'm excited. He looks really good. Even that black and white picture that that came to them, like uh, it's behind the scenes and it didn't look that bad. Yeah, I mean he looks like what I assumed Bigfoot would look like if we ever actually caught him. Um, he looks like the, the the demon from Sinister. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, I I think the only unknown quality of this film, but it's super early, is I don't know what I'm gonna get out of Mila Jokovic. Why are you afraid of that? Well, no, I'm not afraid of it. That's just the only unknown. Oh. I don't know, like, what they're going to be doing with that character, oh, yeah, what she's bringing to that character. That's the only thing that I'm kind of like, eh. David Harbour. She'll, I mean, she'll, she'll be great. Harbour. Yeah, she'll be fine. Oh, you, you're saying... She's really good with stuff that... What? That's not Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if it's not Resident Evil, you know, Fifth Element, she's good at doing weird roles like that. I mean... Lilo Dallas so, Multipath. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I don't even know. What did you say? Was that a code? Yeah, yeah. Right, Dallas multipath. There you go. <laughs> 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 Who's that other chicken? Off the rails. Let's get around to some of uh, our, our last little bit of news. Um, we have New Mutants. Deadpool 2 have officially wrapped production, but this is like last week. <laughs> so we're a little bit behind on that. Um, the Dark Phoenix still has a couple more weeks, almost a month left of shooting before they're done. Um, what are our expectations for New Mutants and uh, Deadpool 2? Actually, you know what? Deadpool 2, we already have our expectations to it. Let's Pretty focus high. on uh, New Mutants. What are our expectations for a really loaded cast? 
uh, by the way. What are our expectations on the New Mutants? I'll start with uh, you, Nick. Man, I, I'm super pumped. I mean, the idea that it's going to kind of echo a horror vibe um, excites me. I mean, just having, like, X-Men characters in that kind of um, – uh, that kind of uh, uh, setting seems super awesome, especially after seeing Logan, where, you know, you, you had the X-Men characters that we got in, like, a, a Western-type setting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really pumped. The cast is great. Um, it, it really seems like, um, uh, what's the guy's name, Boone? Something Boone? Yeah. 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 He... Seems just like from the get go, just seems so thrilled to be a part of the project. Um, seemed like just really eager to, to to work on that. He seemed like he loved the source material. Um, so that you know, that's what you like to see. Um, it was kind of always a, um, a, a point of contention with a lot of fans that that Brian Singer, um, when when he was directing X Men, like directed the cast not to read the comics. Um, to, to because they were silly, you know, um, and, and now you've, you, you know, we've come far enough along with, you know, this this whole, um, dare I say it, geek vibes generation, um, you know, being totally cool with it, like, and loving the comics and loving the fact that um, that they will embrace the comics. And, uh, you know, I think, I think Boone is the perfect kind of person for that and, um, I'm super, super hyped. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I'm me not knowing much about the new movie. Um, my hype level isn't as high because I don't know much about it. But what intrigues me the most is how uh, talented this cast is. Um, and then Jessica Chastain being added to that uh, really makes me think, regardless of my lack of knowledge of these characters, they're all being portrayed by some really good actors and actresses. Uh, Dane, what are your thoughts? Well, well, you know that Jessica Chastain, she's in uh, Phoenix. Uh, she's on oh, right. uh, New Mutants. I'm sorry, Dark Phoenix. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was crossing streets. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dane. It's all right. There's so much X-Men. But, uh, dude, why were you talking about this? X-Men, X-Men films suck. They're like the worst comic book movies ever. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think of you out there, you piece of shit. Anyways, uh, getting down to it, I, I'm excited about this movie. A good up-and-coming director. You got Macy Williams. You got Anna Taylor-Joy. You got Charlie Heaton. Those three specifically, you know, for what I've seen with Macy with uh, Game of Thrones, Anna Taylor-Joy and the Witch, and Charlie Heaton with uh, Stranger Things being the older weird brother, you know, all of them are awesome. So I'm very excited. I used to love... Uh, these comic books, uh, and yeah, as long as they do a good job uh, in horror vibe, whatever, go go all weird, get into it, and make them different. Just keep on doing what you're doing, like what you do with Logan compared to Deadpool. Like, just do your thing. You know what I'm saying? And that's all I gotta say. All right, I'm, I said it. Fuck Dang, yeah, Dane. Perfectly I'm said. Just hoping, I'm just hoping for your case. Now that we have two of, you know, one of the bigger names from Game of Thrones in the uh, the X-Men universe, like, as soon as Game of Thrones is, like, officially done, bringing more of those characters as um, into the X-Men universe, and then just put them all in one movie. Fuck it. 
Right? I tell you right. what, dude, Jamie Lannister could play an excellent older Cyclops. Yeah. I would I think the guy who plays Jon Snow would be like a good saber tooth. Yeah. See, I, honestly, I think I think he could be Wolverine. I mean, he, he, he's I short. See, I, I, Wolverine. Yeah. He's short. All right, listen, guys, we can't be giving these goddamn great ideas out like that. We're number 12 on ice. <laughs> Pay me, bitches! Sorry. Get uh, on, Go ahead, Nate. Oh no! I, I was just saying, Geek Vibes patent. Like we we pant we patented that patented. Yeah, that's our patent. It's, it's ours. You can't use it, other patent, motherfuckers. Yeah. Pardon you, but can you pass me the patent? <laughs> <laughs> Pronunciations isn't a, a strong <laughs> a string. That's a hard word to say. Patented. That's a that's patented. a difficult. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird word. Um, all right, we're we're weaning down on the last few minutes of this show, guys. So this is the moment where we tell you guys what to expect in this upcoming week. Um, one, let's start off with Gotham comes back this week. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. Get some Batman up in this. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm sorry, hey, Gerald. Girl just said something about Lethal Weapon. Like anybody listening gives a shit about that. Lethal Weapon's a good show. Anyway, Gerald. Uh, we'll never check this show out. Um, good show. <laughs> have good shows on. Anyway, oh, man, uh, for those who care. <laughs> um, no, but uh, we also have Michael Rosenbaum coming up as a guest. Yeah. Um, are we doing a uh, pre-show for the CW shows? Yes, we are doing a pre-show for The Flash and Arrow. Uh, for those of you who are going to listen to that, Arrow, too. We'll tease it inside of The Flash and Arrow. Yeah, yeah. We'll, be, we'll be doing a recap doing like it's a crossover. There you go. <laughs> so we don't have to focus on those other things. Whoa. Um, and anyone who's asking us about Lucifer, uh, yeah, no, it's not happening. Anyway, um, yeah, Gerald, anyway, uh, <laughs> we're going to be doing recap shows on those. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum will be a guest. Who else will be a guest? Why am I forgetting names? Well, uh, Gerald will be a guest. He's coming no, on the 28th. Special guest. Yes, he'll be wow. here on the 28th. No, like special guests that aren't usually on our show, Gerald. I'm a part of I'm the still show. trying to get uh, Dean Kane. Oh, yes, Dean Kane is someone we are hunting. looking to lock in. No, 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 no. We don't have to hunt him anymore. He's been hunted. We're just locking in a date. Just need him now. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. The, the lady who voiced um, Legend of Korra. God, what her. is her name? Oh, oh, shit. That. Come on, guys. Gerald, uh, not Gerald. Joel, you're our fact checker. Get on that shit, man. Bitch. Come on. Um, so anyway, mm. we're going to have a lot of great guests coming up on the show. Do not miss it, guys. Because I hate when you guys go, oh, wait, you had that guy on your show? Jeanette yeah. Jeanette Varney. Jeanette Varney. Okay. Oh, J.K. Simmons was in? Tenzin. Oh, shit, he was Tenzin. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, we're going to have a lot of special guests on our show. <laughs> Please do not miss it. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. That was like... Yeah. It's a good show. That was a great show. I really enjoyed it. It wasn't Last Airbender good, but it was good. No. Was anyway, um, Kanan, tell everyone where they can find you, buddy. You can find me on Twitter at GeekVibesNation. <laughs> oh my goodness, Kanan! Oh my God, what the? 
was a very monotone uh, kind of response there. I love that. Uh, <laughs> I think you surprised him a little, Jawan. Like he wasn't expecting that right away. Yeah, I, I know. I didn't. I didn't get called on at all for New Mutants, so I was just sitting here like, well, okay, I guess I'm done for the night. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Like I have. I have no. I have no. I have no opinion on you since I wasn't called on. So. <laughs> well, you only like DC. Three of us. For everyone out there, Kanan does not care if it does not have the letters D or C, E or U. That is not true. I think that is not true. I look forward to. I look forward to new mutants. Yeah, well, and he and he looks forward. He uh, to be fair, guys, he looks forward to Hellboy for like fourteen hours. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and he was like, until that black, yeah, until that black and white photo came out, and I was very discouraged. <laughs> that damn black and white photo. Yeah, no, but yeah, he does have a lot of love for Marvel movies, um, but no, Dane, tell the people, uh, bleh, tell the people. Oh, Dane, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me rolling under. I'm just kidding. Um, You can find me on Facebook because I'm always on the page. And, you know, just we can have some fun. And uh, check out Wrestling Geeks Alliance. I'll definitely plug that. It's on Wednesdays. Uh, We got me, Thomas, and Chris talking wrestling. It's a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, always check in. And and we're we're doing some crazy shit. We're going to take over the world. And one day... I am going to be a mother. <laughs> well, I'm right. yes. And I will be that father. Anyway, Nick, get your plug in. What? <laughs> Jesus. I don't even know how the hell I'm supposed to follow that. Um, I basically, uh, you can find me on Facebook on the page. Uh, also, uh, be sure to check out our NBA podcast, Full Court Press. Uh, we, me, Juwan, and Joel break down all of the NBA news. Uh, we're going to be breaking down a lot of stuff this week, and I've got some very intriguing trade proposals that I'm going to be throwing out uh, that uh, Juwan will love and Joel will shit on, and it'll be terrific. Please join us. And make sure you guys stay tuned for that show. Um, Michael Rappaport and Courtney Lee as potential future guests oh, for. Yeah. Michael Rappaport would be awesome. God, I would love to get Michael Rappaport on. That would be so great. For fucking New York. He's angry. Exactly. I'm going to have to get, when we get Michael Rappaport on, I'm going to have to get that censor button just just locked and loaded. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. It will be fine. We're going to have to put a disclaimer on that episode. Yeah, right. Um, Oh, I was going to say, Kanan, tell them where they can find you, but I forgot you gave me that four-second answer. (laughs) Joel, where can they find you? At home sometimes, or at work. <laughs> you, the, the one place you won't find Joel is on the show. There you go. All right. Yeah. I just, I just want to shoot someone. Oh, God. That was the best answer ever, Joel. Good as I pay for it. That's where you can find me, motherfucker. As you guys see, ending the show is not one of our strengths. Uh, uh, Gerald, where can they find you? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all kings bow to me. Kings bow to you? Who, well, who the hell is playing the, the Guardians of the Galaxy music in the background? I don't know. 
Um, but you guys know where you can find me. I am only on Instagram and Facebook on the Geek Lives pages. Uh, yeah, that's my life. That's you lurk on Twitter, life. And I lurk on Twitter, yes. I, I do lurk on uh, Canon Twitter. And it's he sends nudes uh, on Snap. Anyway, um, guys, this has been a great show. As always, we'll be back same time. Check out the live journal. Um, but before we go, someone wants to tell you guys what you've been listening to. Hey, this is Maggie Gia, otherwise known as Poison Ivy on Gotham, and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Thank you, Maggie, and good night, Geek World. May the Geek Vibes be with you, always. Peace out, Mr. Peace out.